Just a few film nerds breaking out of the rut Drooling over cinema that's hard and uncut Stick us in your ear, thrill to this month's picks And come and listen in, we're measuring Hello, everyone. Welcome to Measuring Flicks. I am Carl Hartley. And I'm Max Peterson. And as always, this month, we are closing out strong with our special guest host. Say hello, sir. It is David Brown. Thank you very much. How are you doing, everyone? <laughs> Morning. Hello. Morning. <laughs> Bright and early. We've Bright got out. Got oh, our coffees from I was oh, the, the meaning of life. The I fish was in the tank. Sur- Morning. 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 I'm eating Dave. Morning. Uh, I was just- I was terribly surprised this morning when I was like making coffee and birds like what are you doing? I'm like I'm like I gotta make coffee. I make breakfast. I gotta set the studio up because in 20 minutes David Rowney and Carl Hartley are going to be in the studio. And then I looked out my window. And I'm like who's parked next to us? <laughs> oh, David's here 20 me. minutes early. When I, when I texted you at quarter to nine, I was like, hey, be there 10, 15 minutes. You're like. Dave's already here. I was like, fucking show. <laughs> I know, man. All right, early bird. Well, I dropped my daughter off at 8.30 in the past. I've been Makes really sense. special yeah, on it, it and I've kind of just parked up somewhere. He, he you wanted know? to have time to listen to more episodes of Measuring Flick. No, he was actually watching cricket. <laughs> yeah, That's awesome. <laughs> there is live cricket going on in England. They're playing South Africa. I would love to watch cricket. I vaguely know the rules to it because it's similar to baseball, but not at all no, similar to baseball. No, it's baseball 360 degrees. That's right. kind of how I describe yeah. it. Because some bats. cricket matches go for like days. Uh, right? f- this is day five of Fucking a five-day test. Man. Yeah. Cricket bats are made out of willow, Carl. Mm-hmm. Did you <laughs> Out of the the short sorcerer? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, they're rebooting. They're remaking a sequel. They are. Never yeah. seen the original, but I get. <gasps> I I know that's the universal reaction. They're like, "Have you seen Willow?" I'm like, "No." Well, that like, came. <gasps> I'm like, "Well, have have you seen? I spit on your grave." <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Well, he finally, he actually made the Lucas connection to Indiana Jones last night at the Hartley-Peterson Christmas. That was crazy. We watched The Exorcist. Uh, We had the Peterson-Hartley family Christmas last night, and we spun The Exorcist, and then we were like... We need Some a little us, something to like. Yeah, there was, go to bed too. There was like there <laughs> was like an hour. Dirty. We needed, no, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. Need to scrape, exfoliate. Yeah, yeah. A couple of dead priests <laughs> and a tormented child, yeah. and then like so we're like you know okay what what could we watch for like one more movie on the way out the door? And Bird wanted to watch an adventure movie, so we went to the Indiana Jones films. Always a good safe place. We found out yeah. that that Danielle had never seen Temple of Doom. So we were like, fucking Temple of Doom Temple is, all day. Baby. And then George Lucas actually is... actually my favorite one. Dude, it's really good. I might... I still think I prefer Raiders because it's the first one I saw. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had the hat and the jacket, and I got a piece of rope as my whip as a kid. Dude, this like an adventure, man. Holy it is. It's like a pulp shit. novel. Yeah. But I saw George Lucas's name in the... Story by in the George front. Lucas. Story by George Lucas. is like... Wait, George, George Lucas did an Indiana Jones movie, and Carl goes, uh, Indiana Jones is George Lucas's <laughs> thing. I'm like, he yeah. did Star Wars and Indiana Jones? <laughs> Fuck that guy. That's not even fair. And That's American the, Graffiti. And American Graffiti. Yeah, American Graffiti is yeah. which is on the Criterion channel streaming mm-hmm. right now. They have a, I showed Carl, they have a 70s... Sci-fi? 70s sci-fi 70s sci-fi collection, right dude. Logan's Run, Death Race 2000, wow. Mad Max, Soylent Green... Uh, Clockwork Orange, yeah, dude, man. it's just Omega Man is on there. Like, see, and we're old enough to know when Clockwork Orange was banned. Yeah, right. Yep. Well, couldn't find that shit for yep. the, for the Patreon. Carl and I just did a movie that is still banned almost everywhere but the United States. We did Ichi the Killer. 
In Germany, mm. it is technically legal to own a copy, but you can't, can't watch it. You can't. Well, you can't <laughs> right. quote unquote screen the film. Right. But they've expanded that to even mean like having people over at your house to show wow. it. So you can own the thing, but you can't buy it. You can't right. sell it. It's fucking Ichi the Killer, dude. A movie that so you might world. as well vacuum pack it like a comic. Pretty, pretty much, much. Yeah, yeah. CGC that same thing in, in Denmark. And seven, like the. The oh, radio. the rating, the, the, rating. Rating. <laughs> the quality of the, <laughs> the box. The yeah, it's only been opened twice. There's a little <laughs> bit of scarring on the upright corner, but it'll be fine. It's a mine is a nine point zero. Oh my gosh, this is like mint plus. You will notice there's a there's a slight mine's riffle just, on the mine's plastic. Just near mint. Is it near the mint? Near mint. How's the staples? The right. Staples are a little staples, bit rusty. They're a little rusty. Right. Yeah. Rusty. Well, like, one's bent. Yeah. Do so you, and do you want do you want like a an eight point one OG? theatrical right. release or do you want like an 8.9 modern director's cut right. I think give me the lower grade dude, but the better movie dude the director's cut was baller pretty good <laughs> Ichi the killer. you know what they don't have on the criterion collection yeah, they, channel they, they you, don't have attack the block which is what we're talking about today <laughs> thank you surprise hey, surprise <laughs> we are we're closing shocked. we're closing out anarchy in the uk with 2011's attack the block Directed by Joe Cornish, starring Jodie Whittaker, John Boyega, Alex Esmail, Leon Jones, Franz Drama? 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 D-R-A-M-E-H? Drama. Drama. Franz Drama <laughs> and Simon Howard. There's a big cast in this, but that's yeah. those are the top six. So and Nick a, Frost. A little inside baseball. And Nick Frost. <laughs> a little inside baseball for everyone listening. I think uh, we watched this movie about three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah around that almost time. a month Getting ago. Close. Yeah. yeah. I haven't spun it again. I can't find my notes. You haven't spun it again <laughs> and can't find your notes. I do have notes. Thank um, God. I'm glad we sat on this one, though. Me too. Because the day, the day I watched it, I was pretty lukewarm on this movie. The day after, I was starting to put some stuff together, and now looking back on this movie, like almost a month away, I feel very fondly about this. Yeah, movie. it's very different to the other three that I put it on the list. It settles into a very fond place in mm-hmm. the pantheon of movies that right. I've watched. It's it's nestled in a very comfortable shelf next to adventure movies and similar sci-fi. We kind of skipped over the British nineties, but we a did. Bit. So we did the sixties, the seven with with Nail and yep. I, the seventies mm-hmm. with Sid and Nancy, the eighties with This Is England, yep. and then we skipped the nineties, and this is like the early two thousand. Yeah, fuck right? all happened in the nineties. Well, the nineties right. are sort of it's a smear big, that led it was into the end the of the It was that the end was of the Tory party. John Major was grey and he liked peas, right? And then in the last, yeah. in the late nineties, we got Tony Blair and right. Big, people. Big so I, I feel like the states, the '90s was more. But I mean, not a whole lot happened. Well, a lot I of guess, dick sucking. A lot of dick, lot of dick Mind sucking. the dude. The '90s was like a huge generation for the states. That's no, when modern rock music was. No, I was, I was saying, except for music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the tech boom also happened, Carl. We well, got I guess we had PCs and, and PlayStation. Fuck me, I don't know what I'm the talking 90s about. Was kind of a big thing. Bro. What was I thinking? I was thinking about the 1890s, bro. <laughs> yeah, the 1890s in America. I was that was still a pretty good decade. Yeah. Were they? I don't know. I don't know either. I know nothing about my country previous Boy, we just, to 19. Carl just showed how much he knows about American history. <laughs> we lost Queen Victoria in the 1890s. It was a very sad time. You lost uh, Princess Dies in the 90s too, right? 90s, oh, not Miramax. the 1890s though. No, Queen not Victoria. The what? Kevin Smith. Good year for a Kevin good decade Smith movies. For yeah, movies and music. Nevermind and came out. Pulp Fiction came out. Oh, Reservoir the Dogs <laughs> came out. <laughs> Gulf Clerks War, came I out. guess, was happening yeah. during that time. Yeah. Well, one of them. First Gulf War. Gulf War. One. Desert Shield. Desert Storm. That was in the nineties. This is CNN. Uh, was it? Yeah, Kuwait. This is when Darth. That was the nineties. This is when Darth okay. Vader was the voice of CNN. 
Yeah. Yeah. He was. This is your name. Yeah. Who's that? What's that actor's name? The actor who played the voices Darth Vader. James Earl Jones. James Earl yeah. Jones. James Earl Jones had a rough patch in the 90s where they had him do voiceover He was doing voiceovers work. for like... Coming to America? Was that in the 80s? The voice of the that war. Right? <laughs> well, this is Wolf Blitzer. I Dude. mean, James Earl Jones. <laughs> All right. I was about anyway. to segue into V for Vendetta, which we also started watching recently, but let's instead talk about... Attack, Attack the, Block? the Block. Yes. So what... What was your thinking picking this movie, David? Okay. Because we've it's got... A a, it was a right turn, yeah. We have three that are very, like, in the same soup, you know? Mm-hmm. You could watch them as a trilogy. You really could. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I I, they worked well Absolutely. back to back to back. And then all of a sudden you hit Attack the Block. <laughs> you know what? Okay, that let's... very different. This is the dessert, baby. David, can you give us a, like, couple-sentence summation of the plot <laughs> of this movie? Having having um, just done all these other ones. Right. like It okay. is set... In an inner city estate, which um, lots of high-rise apartments, poor. It's about a gang of kids who kind of terrorize the area, and aliens invade. Specifically, just that neighborhood. Yeah, and the proceed to Ali- get the shit out of them. Like legit aliens, too. <laughs> really <laughs> cool creature designs. Fucking great. These and are it's not... mostly practical, which is awesome. There's some CG, but There's they're... some CG enhancement, but a lot of the goopy... Yeah, the goopy yeah. stuff it's is all, all, like, all practical. Mm, the blood, goop. anytime someone's neck's getting, like, pulled out of there. <laughs> that plasticky, stretchy, gross... Oh, yeah, yes. strings of shit yep. hanging off and pipe more, cleaners. More and, oh. sinew, please. Oh, it's sinew department. We need more sinew. Dude, it is a sinewy movie. <laughs> it is. When they start pulling limbs <laughs> That's off. That's going to be our box quote. For this? A sinewy movie. A sinewy measuring movie. Flex. Measuring flex. <laughs> a gloppy, sinewy good time. Yes. It's it's not like super, super gory, but when they do, yeah, when it do hits, some yes, gore on Yeah, they don't hold back. Yeah. No. And Okay, so the first time I watched this movie, I was like, eh. And I realized it's in my notes even as we go through. I I had trouble like getting my feet under me because I don't really have any like social like socio cultural mm-hmm. context for these people or this place. But then this movie, it, I think this movie does this brilliant thing whereby jamming aliens into it, where suddenly there's like there's aliens ripping people's fucking limbs off. <laughs> yeah. But it's all against. And they're them. not humanoid aliens either. They're like no, these they're doggy, really like very yeah, yeah. animal. They're kind of wolfy. Yeah. They, they, Actually, they kind of look like the creatures they in don't have Willow a, they when they're do. clawing up the castle. Yes, they do. They don't oh, have eyes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like they rely entirely on their sense of smell, mm-hmm. which I love, by the way, because early on there's the the weird white stoner guy. The yes. crunchy stoner. Yeah. <laughs> and he's chilling and he's watching a nature program and he's explaining something, which because he's so high and he's sitting in this room full of stone whatever, people, right. it doesn't seem to mean anything, but he's explaining the entire film. It's stoner <laughs> noise. Yeah. He's yes, just like... Just stoner noise coming out of his mouth. Did you know that butterflies are like... Totally, like they use like pheromones, to, like track down mates and stuff. And everyone in the room <laughs> is like, like yeah, us, yeah, which yeah, is yeah, like, yeah. dude, shut up. You're, and you're yeah, high, plus the like, audience are like not even paying no, attention because it's stoner talking. But it's the clue to the yeah. whole fucking yeah. thing. And then yeah. at the end of the movie, when they get under the black lights and they see they're all covered in like the weird Semen pheromones. Or that, yeah, they're covered in <laughs> alien cum. <laughs> and the the one stoner guy's like, 
Remember earlier when I was talking about yeah, like I explained the whole thing to you like guys. pheromones Five and whatnot, ago. dude? And they're like, oh, you yeah. all need to watch more Nature that, Channel. Man. I mean, seriously, if everyone that's a good if everyone watched a little more Nat Geo, I think it would all bring us <laughs> together a little bit better as humans. We world. see how connected we all are. Think in about the great circle. Think of about life. what hmm. the world. Yeah, we need more. You know, we, that's what we need. We need Planet Earth and David Attenborough. <laughs> yes. Talking Can you imagine what what the world would look? like if like a a common recreational pastime was we got together in large groups of friends got high and, got watched, high and watched like planet earth, planet earth the blue planet watch blue planet or yeah. planet earth or like og nat geo when they were like in the field and shit dude you'd walk outside and you'd be like you instead of being like fucking squirrels you'd be like beautiful Look did you know get everyone would, would incorporate did you know that as the first few words of every sentence yeah. did you know that squirrels <laughs> and we'd all have like a low-grade attenborough cold all the time exactly. where we just are always like kind of floating on borderline here we find ourselves at the sleeping bedroom <laughs> looking at the piping plovers the rolling splendor of the sleeping bear dunes note tourists littering isn't it a tragedy? <laughs> Look at these silly fuckers Look. who didn't listen to the sign <laughs> and went down the dune. They went and now they're trying to get up the fucking dune. <laughs> Watch them struggle. Watch them struggle. That's a heart six grade. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> if we're lucky, Natural. one will one one's heart will yeah. explode. Natural selection at its finest. <laughs> Sadly, only three of this family of five will make it to the top of the dunes. Let's, let's watch and see which ones make watch it. Watch the locals mock them from the top. <laughs> You guys are stupid. Ban Starbucks. No more straws. Ah. How's that blood pressure, dude? <laughs> oh, no. Hippies. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but like, so as I'm watching this movie, I, I don't, I, I said to David right after we had finished recording the other episode, because we knew we weren't going to get to do Attack the right. Block, and he was like, mm-hmm. give me your thoughts just so I know like what you guys thought. And I, I said my biggest problem with this movie is I find it extremely difficult to like anyone. Yeah. Except for Nick Frost and the, like, crunchy stoner dude because yeah. they are they don't have any skin in the game. Yeah. Right. They kind of just float around the background and say funny stuff so you automatically like them. But our heroes, John Boyega and this – it's a street gang. It totally yeah. is. I mean, the first time we see them, they're assaulting and, and – The uh, movie opens robbing with, like, Jody Whittaker. Yeah, they're mugging. Yeah, they're mugging, mugging. Jody Whittaker's character. Yeah, so Jody Jody Whittaker's just like cruising along, and I wrote down right off the bat, I love flicks like this because our heroes are muggers. Right, like yeah. we've watched lots of movies where our, our good guys are criminals, mm-hmm. but there's something kind of different about John Boyega and his crew. They, when we get to know them a little more, we realize they're just like, kids, and they're trying to figure out a way. Then you know, yeah, like the the. Some of the ki- I can't remember uh, Alex's male. The, he's like the he's like the younger one. He's got the slightly mm-hmm. longer hair. He's the he's the one who uh, at the end of the movie when the stoner guy's like, "I'd go myself, but I am so profoundly stoned." And the other guy goes like, "Me too," or "Ditto." <laughs> that guy, the Alex yeah. as mm-hmm. male character, he's really likable. The guy who gets bit first, mm-hmm. and then they have to yeah, kill like, like yeah. he's super super likable. But the first time we see this this our heroes, they mug. A woman alone on a street, mm-hmm. and we—that is a very 
real moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. they've got bandanas clo- covering their and the faces. Way it's shot and is very much that like documentary style. It feels really raw and gritty. Hand camera kind of. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. they and they close off her exits. She's like walking and she sees them ahead and she's like shit, shit. So she pauses and like kind of goes to redirect. And then they move they out into her. the road, and she turns behind her and realizes that they've flanked her too. And she's on a street, so she can't go left or right. They literally box her in, and then they move in, and it's really. And as sc- someone that's been mugged by a group of kids about this age, mm-hmm. that's some frightening shit for anybody, man. Like, yeah. I know you've been mugged. You've been mugged? Yeah, in Baltimore. I thought I told you that. No, oh my Carl, God. Tell us about the time you got mugged. So, what the okay. fuck, dude? So we're going to have some. <laughs> so it was a Christmas Eve in Baltimore. Okay. You didn't many, get, many years you ago. You didn't get a nice wand. You got mugged. Well, this is the thing. So See? it's a little bit of a story, but a, I think it's important to tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my sister and I, when my sister lived in Baltimore for a period, too. So on Christmas Eve, what we used to do is call up all of our friends and sing a brief Christmas carol to them. Uh, her on the mandolin and then me and her and whoever else happened mm-hmm. to be there for the party. So we're doing our annual call for Christmas carol thing. And we get to my one of my buddies in, in Big Rapids. And his phone is busy. We call our next friend, who's also his friend, and we do the thing. He's like, "Man, did you hear about so and so?" We're like, "No, what the fuck happened?" The first guy, we just, that yeah, we just call? tried to call him. He's like, "Oh man, he had a stroke last night. He's like in the hospital. He's probably not going to make it. We don't. He oh, has he made should. it. He's still alive. Oh, okay. and He's doing very well. He's an well, artist. Spoilers. Friend, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. He made it." If but, Stephen King told us, like, don't worry, they killed yeah, a clown worry, in the first chapter, <laughs> right. I'm not going to read it, bro. Right, right. Okay, okay, yeah. But so so I get really fucked up, right? Like, carols are over. And I'm like, I'm going to go to Little Phil. I went to buy some stuff, some happy stuff, mm-hmm. so that I would feel better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. So is I, it good happy stuff, or is it Baltimore happy it's stuff? It's Baltimore happy yep, stuff. Yep, okay. So, gotcha. So I go and collect that up, and I'm also hungry, so... Anyone from or that's visited Baltimore needs to check out Royal Farms and get a chicken box from Royal Farms. It's like a convenience store, like a 7-Eleven. But they have like the best fucking chicken in a box you've ever had in your life with like like potato wedges, the whole thing, it's right? It's a pretty specific order to fill, right? Like no, a, it it's is. It's the best chicken in a box yeah. you'll ever have. But in a bowl? You go to Baltimore. No, you put you it ask, in a bowl, it's not the same. No, and you ask anybody, where do I go to get chicken? They'll say Royal Farms. Mm. Or they'll say like this or, other place. Oh, and you're other like, place. No, no, I mean no, no, chicken no. in a box. <laughs> and they're like, Royal oh, Farms. Yeah. Royal Farms. Right, right. Yeah. Chicken in a bowl? Don't go to Royal Farms. Farms. (laughs) Okay, yeah. So I have my my stuff, and I'm like, man, I'm going to get chicken, just a small chicken box, and go back home because I need to eat something. I'm just fucking sad. So I go get my chicken box, and as I'm walking back across the dark, empty parking lot to head back to my sister's house. Pause. David, do you mm -hmm. want to place bets on whether or not they take his chicken box away from him? (laughs) I'll bet. I would bet money. I think it's the waft. I think it's the pheromones. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So much like in this movie, I see a group of young people Mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh, they look like they want to start some shit, but I'm not going to pay attention. I'm just going to keep going head down, ass up, you know, but cut my head on a swivel because I'm like, I'm trained for this shit. So like, "Mm, if y'all start something, maybe we're going to start something. Mm -hmm. And I'm in no fucking mood because my friend might be dying. It's Christmas Eve. I got a pocket full of candy and a chicken box. So let's not fuck with Don't me right fuck now. Don't fuck with me, yeah. And they did. The full approach, two behind me, two on the sides, three in front of me. That's old. Yo, man, what you got in your pocket? Give me your, your chicken box and shit. And I, Carl went a little cuckoo fucking crazy. I went a little Nick Cage for about 48 seconds. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't care. At that point, I'm like, fuck it. I don't care anymore. If you kill me on Christmas Eve, that's one hell of a way to go. 
So I dropped my chicken box, I emptied my hands, and I did the whole, like, come on, motherfuckers, let's go if you want a piece, let's fucking I'll eat your soul. I'm, I'm saying weird shit. I blacked out for a minute. <laughs> I'll I don't eat know what your soul. Thing. I'll eat your Screaming soul. They're like, oh. so loud that blood oh, shit. is coming out of shit, my Shit, we're throat. mugging a witch. We gotta go, guys. <laughs> well, and so I'm approaching one, and one's coming up behind me, and I see him coming, and I turn around and say, if you're the first one to go, then you're the first one to go. And I just, this, the, my eyes locked on his. He's like, dude, this guy's fucking crazy, man. Let's go. And they all left. Because I just went that fucking crazy. I went nuts. I'm like, all right, if it's our time, it's our time. I'll take as many of you with me as I can. I'll go, fuck. <laughs> like, they're like, oh, shit. We picked the wrong dude on the I've wrong I've got a bomb. Day. I've got a bomb on me. <laughs> I mean, it's not a smart thing. They could have had weapons, whatever. But One I think knife sh- and we would not have a show. You'd be dead. I know, right? But the, wow. I think the shock of it, they, they're expecting some whatever. But that happened. And like, all right. They're like, all right. <laughs> fuck with this guy. Okay, five bucks and the best chicken yeah. in a box we could get is probably not worth yeah. Attacking a crazy person. <laughs> one did. One did make contact with me. He stepped up and popped me in the mouth, mm. and uh, I popped him back. And that's when I was really started to scream. Like a lot of it's jumbled because my brain so was on fire you. at the time. You punched him, yep. and then started and screaming, then screaming, screaming, I'll screaming eat crazy. Your soul, and yeah. they're like. Because I had a, cause <laughs> I had a messed up lip when I got home. My sister's like, what the fuck happened to you? I'm like, funny story. I have a chicken box. You got your I chicken box. I got my box. chicken box. They got I would have lost my yeah. money. I yeah, they wanted they, it. They, they, ran, get they the all ran box. away. I picked up my chicken box out of the snow, checked my pockets. Candy's still there. Excellent. And walked back. <laughs> Dude, that mugging turned out so well for you. It couldn't. It very well could have not gone that way. <laughs> five, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven people. Yeah, it was half a dozen. And you ended up with one punch in the mouth, a great story, a pocket full of candy, and a chicken box. Yep. Dude, <laughs> you turned out better than this lady. Did. I did, I I'm, did, but I'm, it was very. I'm fucking it, going to roll farm for a chicken box. That sounds yeah. pretty good. <laughs> like chicken. We should probably stop saying it because I didn't eat breakfast, and now I'm like, I wonder I if anywhere in box. town's got a chicken box. <laughs> but this was very. I mean, as soon as it started to happen to her, I'm like, oh fuck, man. Yeah. Well, as, there's this. Been there. There's this crazy moment where where John Boyega gets right up in Jodie Whittaker's character's face. And she's like, please, I don't. And he says, like, give me the. She's wearing a ring. It's an engagement ring. I think so. No, it's like a. It's like she's my mother's. My mother's ring. She's wearing a grandmother or something. A ring that really means something to her. And he's like, give me the ring. And she's like, please, I'm begging you not to take this ring. And he so callously like opens a knife. And in England, I was. We talked about it on one other episode. In Ireland, if you have a knife, it's the same thing for them as like flashing a gun around. People freak out. He pulls a knife out. That is the kin to like a snub nose in the Absolutely. face. Give me your fucking wallet. Knives are scary. Dude. Knives are really <laughs> scary. Yeah, dude. Like, I think about this sometimes. Unless you're I'm crocodile, like, Dundee. You're right. <laughs> then, 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 no, no, this, this, right, because yeah. there are no knives other than that's yeah. not a knife. <laughs> yeah, that, you know. But yeah, so but like John Boyega does that to Crocodile Dundee. It's a completely different movie. Yes. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he pops that out, and then Crocodile Dundee guts him. Well, no, he's really nice. Crocodile Dundee. He's super nice. Yeah. One of my favorite. No, we're not talking about Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> Turn the Crocodile Dundee brain off. But this woman's genuinely really frightened. She's being menaced by a dude with a knife. This is a straight-up mugging. And she, we, this isn't, it's, it's akin to the slasher thing, where after the teenagers die, you very, very rarely see people, their family grieving for them. Right. This to me is like that because they peace out. They yep. rob her and, and we're leave. left with the aftermath of this for a good half of the movie. With we her. see her go to uh, well, call. No, 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 no. Because we need to reel it back just a second. Yeah. I want to set the scene because when she comes out of the 
the movie starts out at the underground station. She comes out of the tube, right? Yeah, she right. comes out in the underground station. She's going home from work. And you see her. She's on her phone to her mum. And that's kind of the traditional thing, isn't it, for women and stuff. Yeah. I'm on the phone. I'm on the phone. I've got my keys in my hand. Right. Yep. You know, you can, as bad as that yep. is. You can yeah, yeah. feel her. This movie's tense from go. But if you notice, she, while she's on the phone, she's walking past some really nice, like, middle-class homes. Mm. Like, and then she slowly puts, passes and it deteriorates the scene. And she moves into that neighborhood. And she walks past the graffiti on the wall with all their names on it. So if you if you watch it like a couple of times, you'll see when she walks past all that graffiti, that's, that's all their names. So that's the gang. You see Moses. And, Holy shit. And so, They've but it's marked a, their territory. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's the block. You know, right, it's, right. it's what you call it. It's it's the block of flats, a block mm. of apartments. That's where you get attacked the block. They're attacking right. the block of apartments. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, but the, the reason it ends is because the meteor hits the car. The reason the attack ends. Oh, that's yeah. right. She saves they all, she, when, when they're surprised, she, she legs runs it. away. Yeah. It's been three weeks. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, and you need to watch it a couple of times yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to get to That's really, right. Really she's saved it. by the invasion. Yeah. Because then she runs away and. Uh, and he sees another opportunity. Fuck off they're distracted. This crazy dog. What's yeah, John well, Boyega's character's name? Do we remember? Moses. Moses. Mm-hmm. Moses realizes that he's lost her. That's why he go, tries to get into but the car. Gains, hey, I've, and that's a Volvo <clears throat> yeah. parked up, which turns out to be the Crunchy Stoner's dad's right. car. Dad's car, which is <laughs> hilarious. <Right>. So <laughs> I love that callback later, but he jumps in and starts looking through the car for sure. Yeah, he's looking to steal something from there. And this is where we get Meet our something. alien attack. But the reason I'm jumping around a little is what I wanted to illustrate was I find it my reaction to the characters Mm -hmm. because like plot wise okay alien in a car we're gonna jump into the car the alien attacks moses it's super tense moses gets his face gets fucked up Mm -hmm. so like that's all really fun but right now in this movie i don't really like him and i don't really like these other kids at all Mm -hmm. i ultimately come to like those other kids more and i think Mm -hmm. the movie does a pretty good job of at the very end of humanizing moses a little because he's very walls up tough the whole time the whole time he's mm-hmm. very hard to like until the very end you kind of see what made him that way and it humanizes him a little and the yeah. mo- i think the movie sticks the landing but for a, right now when the alien jumps out on moses i'm like fucking kill this guy it's so interesting kill all these because this is john boyega's like first thing yeah yeah. So the weird thing about movies, and it's such a hard thing to not do, but when I see John Boyega, I'm seeing a lot of Finn. Mm-hmm. Even in a character like this with the walls up, it's hard. It's it's like with anything. You get familiar with an actor in a particular role. Yeah. It's the only thing you know, and then you see yeah. them in something else. I had recently, There's a little bit of just a, a, just a, bit of a skein yeah. of Finn that I can't help to I not I saw the, see. his character in so Pacific I kind Rim. Of, I, opened him up, I opened up to him a little more quicker, I think. Mm-hmm. As Finn. As Finn. No, as this because character of because of Finn. Yeah, I, I didn't. But it's just a thing that I can't... I didn't because we've just seen him mug this woman. We don't know anything about these kids. Right. They get attacked by an alien. I'm rooting for the alien. Oh, absolutely. So I'm like, yeah. kill these kids. Then, so just, to, just, and I know I'm jumping around, mm-hmm. but just to like show what the movie does that kind of kept me out of it for a bit is next thing we see with this woman's story, she gets to like a... Uh, she runs into someone on the street and that woman like walks her back to her flat and do you mm-hmm. want to call the cops? And she's like, can she's shaking, drinking mm-hmm. a cup of tea. She's got like full on PTSD. She's really rattled by what's happened. We see this woman suffering throughout her night. The like this, the fear 
caused by a violent attack in her neighborhood. Yeah. So we're like, every time we jump back to this gang of kids, we're because we're cutting back and forth between this woman who's been victimized and who's having a really tough time with it. I'm like, I don't really like these kids. Right. I'm interested in what they're doing with the alien because aliens are inherently interesting, which right. is smart. Because I would probably have cashed out entirely if they didn't. If it had been a dog or something, mm-hmm. it would or, not. Work. Or if it was just about them like selling drugs or so. if right. it was like well, that's a totally different movie. Then I know, like the aliens are really what manages the, what allows this movie to walk that fine line of like I really don't like any of our protagonists. But I'm very interested in what they're doing, so I'm going to stick with it. Right. And ultimately, the movie kind of gets you. It it's it's like a ninja move. By the end of the movie, I like all the kids, mm-hmm. and I like. But th- here's the other thing: is I was saying, I'm saying like I hate this this gang. I don't like Moses and his friends at all because they victimized this woman. By the time the woman and Moses's gang meet back up, I've come to like the kids a little. Mm-hmm. Like I've, I at least understand them. So now, when the woman is being shitty to them, I don't like. You don't her like either. her. Yeah. yeah, this is really Isn't that. That was a weird flip for me. It's like, why am I not liking her now? She's the one that like she, she doesn't. And you realize, like, she doesn't have any of the context of the events. No, she of the hasn't film. been through no, everything. Zero. Yeah, she well, hasn't seen she anything. Knows these kids are in her apartment, and they one atta- of them's injured. Yeah, and- they attacked her earlier, and now they kicked in her door, yeah. and one of them's hurt, and they're demanding help, and she's like, "Fuck you!" And you're like, "No, no, calm down, lady. You don't know what's happened, but." The movie flips you mm-hmm. right around, and now yep. you're like, "Screw you!" I know, but I still don't like the kids entirely. Yeah. Yeah. So there is a big chunk. It's like the first forty minutes of this, maybe 35, 40 minutes of this, where I'm just like, "We don't have a dog in the fight, really." Well, and that's why I'm saying I'm glad we sat on it because yeah. you get the end, and then the end kind of like retroactively bleeds back through the movie the longer it's been since you watched it. Because now, right from go, you understand Moses's motivations a little yep. more. You mm-hmm. and the movie—he's just a kid too. That's the and he's on his own. Yeah. yeah, and the the movie ultimately gives you, I think, the cultural context of this is this is how they've grown up. This is what life is like. For them, mm-hmm. these are the things, and they. I love how even in the middle of this like kind of wacky alien invasion plot with like hyper gore and like weird like side, there's they still manage like non preachy social commentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they manage to do some really interesting things with dialogue that cue you into characters like hopes and dreams and desires and their inner lives, rather than just having them like run through this pasteboard set with aliens fucking leaping after yeah. them and stuff. You realize like, oh, this this person has had a history of this and they want this, but their situation doesn't allow it currently. Mm-hmm. Or, it could have very well been more Cloverfield and less story. Yeah, it's yeah. really well written and it ends up being a superhuman story that just happens to be mostly about aliens. I'd lo- I absolutely love it, but like that was one thing that I, I honestly didn't think I liked this movie until I'd finished it like seriously it Mm -hmm. it sticks the landing in the last 10 minutes and without those last 10 minutes i'm like it's just a movie about people i don't like yep doing stuff i find interesting but it 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 ninjas you at the very end and i like that i like that a a lot there's a key moment when they're in jody whittaker's apartment Mm. and she's just kind of strapped him up and he's smoking a joint so he's chilled out and stuff and one of them says to her, if we knew that you lived in the block, we'd have never, never attacked you. Yeah. yeah. So there is a signal right there that you see a, they see it as a them and us. And yeah. you take, like a Robin Hood, you take from them because they, you know. Because they, it's 
I mean, look at the block, you know, right, like yeah. the them have put us here. And like, that's the social con- commentary in itself because the, the high-rise blocks, they came about post-war. Um, with the Blitz, um, the whole of the East End was kind of wiped out. Mm. And they, those people needed places to live. And the modern answer was in the late 50s, early 60s, mm-hmm. you started to get these high-rise, high-rise blocks and they were sold with this, it's the future. And they were, you know, they'd grown up in two up, two down back alleys and streets. And here they were in these beautiful modern apartments looking over the entire city from right. like 50 floors up. Yeah. Um, but over the 40, 50 years, they've degraded and they've become council estates. And, you know, they're, they're, um, it's just more... Uh, rough mm-hmm. yeah um, I, poorer it's similar to like what they like a ghetto yeah in the States. i was gonna say i i was thinking the word i was thinking of a slum but yeah it's slum, the same yeah. slummy yeah it's a slummy block <laughs> but it was not originally that yeah it was all it was actually aspirational well i was what i was thinking is like the the sort of you saw a lot of stories in comics in like the 90s mm-hmm. about with i mean daredevil kind of started it but very much with so hell's, hell's kitchen, kitchen. Mm-hmm. but there is this thing where it's like that this movie, I, again, I think you're right. I think it does really well because they say, like, if we'd known you were from the block, by this point in the movie, when they first meet, if we'd known you were from the block, we never would have attacked mm-hmm. you. They probably would have protected her. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, gotten, her, gotten her back home. But, like, <clears throat> previous to that, like, that, that idea in the movie is that Hell's Kitchen thing where it's like when you're sometimes even in a city, there's these little neighborhoods. There's these little, the little boroughs or like mm-hmm. a small, like Hell's Kitchen. Per- Holy his, shit. What? Uh, Joe Cornish got the idea because he got mugged one night. Well, there you go. <laughs> ah, trivia. But like, sorry. No. So like, you're in you're in Hell's Kitchen or like Eight Mile in Detroit. You've got your these little like small mm-hmm. sub communities inside pocket. a larger community, and you can see them. Like, it's all over the news every time there's an election year where it's like we're stuffed into these tiny shitty poor neighborhoods, and all around us are at like affluent mm-hmm. white communities, and we're getting marginalized. Which this movie is totally about. about. Yeah. Yep. It's like, why are, we're, look where we're all, we're all having to live in these same conditions so the people on the block look out for each other, but they really don't fucking care about people outside the block. Mm-hmm, no. And when you, once you get into that vibe, this movie becomes infinitely more likable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which I, I love. Uh, one of the, one of the first things I love is when uh, they, they chase down the alien They're like we're gonna fuck that dog yeah. up <laughs> yeah because it like it's on their bikes and their mopeds yeah. and their pizza <laughs> delivery bike god it's like they're they're this weird version of like the goonies or something yeah that i think you said that when we were kind of like talking about it after yeah the brief the brief chat we yeah. had about it where you were like it's like the darkest version of the goonies yeah. and i was like Kind of is. It's like if the Goonies weren't like sub- suburb kids, right. they were like <laughs> like inner city. They're from kids. the block. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So they chase the alien to like this shack type, and it's place? Bonfire Night. Sorry, I haven't mentioned that. That's a big yeah. Twist what's the of significance? It. Well, Bonfire Night is V for Vendetta. It's oh, Guy okay. Fawkes. Guy Fawkes. Guy Fawkes okay. Night. So that's why you've got all the fireworks going off, and that's why no one really shows up. They think it's a firework that's come down during Bonfire Night. So how fucking crazy! Yeah, mm. that's why you never get any police showing up about these fucking the military turn because <laughs> you would think like fucking meteors are falling from the sky into this area. You'd think people would notice and they'd get some military <laughs> on, right. the, on the job. <laughs> no, but there's just there's all sorts of explosions yeah, happening down yeah. tonight. Yeah, yeah, it's fireworks and everything. Going and on, that's so. a good point too. It's in the neighborhood where they're like, man, they'll sort mm-hmm. it out. 
Okay. So yeah. some fireworks landed on the block. So what? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Rough, man. So they, Moses is like, I'm going to kill that thing. And this is kind of interesting because I started seeing, because they do, they chase down this, and it's a fairly small alien. Yeah. Because, well, spoilers, we'll find, uh, obviously spoilers for the whole movie. Does. As, <laughs> as always. We shall assume that we yes. have watched this But film. it's small. The alien is, because it, it's the female right. of the species, and it's like the size of my dog. It's like 40 pounds, 50 pounds, maybe. And they all chase it down, and they kill it. They they do. Like, Moses goes in, and they get they it on a stick. It in a shed. It's done so cleverly, yeah. They corner it in a shed, and they all jump into the shed. And it's just lights, isn't it? Yeah. It's just yeah. lights yep. shooting through well, they throw, gaps they sh- in the fence. And they shoot, um, like, fireworks, fireworks in at it, it yeah. and then they charge in. <laughs> and that's where the light comes from. <laughs> I love the fireworks. Yeah. The firework in this, man. So do I. The f- yeah, the kid who's got, like, his arsenal just of fireworks. <laughs> that's so comic booky, isn't it? Like, yeah. the whole... This movie reminded me of like Stranger Things that wasn't in the eighties. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's because Stranger it's, Things two thousand. Yeah, it is. It's Stranger is. Things two thousand. There's like aliens and there's kids use it. It's certain. The movie plays different way. One of my favorite things about Stranger Things was they. Someone pointed out to me once that the the way the script is written for the kids. It's like an E.T. like alien adventure movie for the teenagers. Mm-hmm. It's a horror film. Mm-hmm. And for the adults in the movie, it's, it's high drama. Almost. It's a conspiracy. It's a yeah. government conspiracy yep. movie. Yeah. And in the script, if you watch Stranger Things and just watch it, you can see that is true. It's like you're watching three different stories. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons it's so compelling in Attack the Block. I think that that subdivides in their gang because when you. The stuff with their what's I can't remember his name, but the the big drug dealer guy, the main dude. I think it's Nick his, Frost's like, character. No, bi- I think oh, his name's the Biggs. Other one. Yeah, the one that's like the the bad guy that isn't an alien. Right, I think it's Biggs. So I have it up. Uh, all right, so find out his name. But anyway, that dude, his interactions with the aliens, he is like the peak gore. Yeah, Biggs. Biggs. So the Biggs character, all of the times he's around aliens, they they rip his friend's throat out. He's the one who's in the in the elevator with his two henchmen and the fucking aliens Dude, get in. that's a fucking reveal. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Like, oh, that fuck, man. I think this movie's listed as like a comedy horror it is. movie. But he's very horror. But when we get the, the Action, young... Action comedy sci-fi is what it's, yeah. Yeah, and but when we get the stuff with Moses, to me that reads more like kind of like sci-fi adventure social commentary. And yeah. then the younger members of the gang, the kid in the dumpster, dark the two Goonies, young yeah. kids, it's Dark Goonies. It's kind of Stranger Thingsy, And that's one of the things that keeps me compelled in this movie. Yeah. Is the... Multiple layers of very what movie are we watching? Yeah. yeah. Very subtly, I think this movie allows different characters. It shows us with like going to POV or like explicitly telling us but we each character interacts with the aliens differently and it creates these little different tombers throughout the movie which I love yeah it's really good it's a really good movie <laughs> man it honestly is 6.6 on IMDB I think that's too low <laughs> yeah I agree it's, for me it's at least a seven I put this at like <laughs> I put this at like 7.5 to 8 yeah 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 this is definitely so. solid. It's and a, then the interesting thing is you definitely would have given it that score when I asked you three weeks ago. Three weeks ago? Probably would have been a 6.6. 6. If, you, if you'd asked me right after I finished it, I would have thought 6.6 6 yeah. was fine. You were like, I'd be like, 6, 6.6. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And it, was then, a big, it was a big deviation from the, the arc that we've been going on. I think was, that was another part of it. Is it, it. It sort of jostled me a little bit because yeah. it was it so theme. different. But it, it does, does fit the theme of anarchy in the UK. It totally does. It is that level. Like it's, it's a little it's, sweeter. This is England, 
but in London 20 years later. Right. Yeah. Well, like it's the same group. It's a group of kids that have found their family yeah. within the gang. Yeah. But it's set in a different time period. I mean, the funny thing is, is that when you pick up on like the text where Jerome, when he's like, when they get into the, the, uh, Jody Whittaker's apartment, uh-huh. and you know we're so used to unlimited texts and messages. And he says, I'm out of data. I've got this is too much shit to deal with. <laughs> I can't answer it all in one text. <laughs> he's, only got, he's only got like one text <laughs> left on one his phone text. account. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's too much fucking shit to deal with. This is to explain. And in then one there's text. the one guy. It's the it's that's the dude who's in the uh, the the dumpster later when he's making calls and he runs yeah. out of minutes. He runs <laughs> out of minutes in the dumpster. He's like, oh stay inside. The block's being attacked. This phone goes doot doot, and he runs out of minutes. Yep. <laughs> that's fucking. He's excellent. calling his mom, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Lock the door. Lock the door. I love you. I'm sorry. Come on. <laughs> fuck. I'm out of minutes. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Dude, it's... Oh, it's so funny. Um, so... Pest is the other... Is the real stoner kid. That Pest gets is the, the younger name. guy. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, I think he's got some of the best lines in it. I think he does too. You know? I think I think Pest is probably my favorite character, although I'm a big fan of... Find out what the, the, the crunchy stoner dad's Because we have the two kids. We have the duo that's the, the pals around. Then we have the core gang... And then we have the kid in the dumpster. Yeah, and then we have Luke Treadway. His, his name is Crew. Bruis. Bruis? Yeah, B R Uis. All right. So Bruis is probably my favorite character. Because like the posh stoner who's only come into the block to buy weed. To buy weed. Right. That right. one. Okay. Yeah. Fuck yes. Yeah. I like <laughs> yes. I like him a lot because he <laughs> He's the one that's doing the nature channel shit. It reminds yep. me yeah. he reminds me of the uh the weed growers in Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. He does. It's yes. like he's friends with those people. Yep. You know? he, what I like <laughs> about the really Brewers We grow character. weed, right? Copious amounts of Copious weed. Copious amounts of weed. <laughs> and you're walking along with a half-stone <laughs> girl and a bag of fucking fertilizer. <laughs> 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 Don't look like your average horticulturalist. What am I... F- <laughs> God damn it, that's so, a great movie. In in all of these movies we've watched so far, there's at least one person. In most movies, they tr- the filmmakers kind of, in good ones, will give you a variety of people so you can glom on to someone as your POV character. Yep. What I have notes in here where early on I'm like, I don't, I don't really identify with. You're not any- joining anyone. Yeah, well, by 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 default, based on who I am, I don't really identify with Moses right. and his gang. Like, it's so weird about how I watch movies. I don't really necessarily need that. I can sit no, back and sort don't. of take it in. Dude, we watched a, we watched abstract experimental film with no characters in it yesterday right. for like an hour, and it was amazing. And yeah, amazing, you don't yeah. need a POV character, but it helps in a story that's about humans and human. Well, what I was, what I'm ness was one of the reasons you probably uh, are attracted to with Norn Ice so much. Yeah, as well, yeah, because well, that is pure POV. Yeah, right. well, there's n- it's I. There's no character mm-hmm. name, so you have someone to, and you have in the head monologue, which is mm-hmm. or voiceover, which is always cements you in place. Exactly. So what I was gonna say is, I think without the Bruce character, this movie would be a five or six to me because I have no one, no one whose mindset or position that I can resonate with. But when mm-hmm. Bruce walks into this neighborhood, he, this is a neighborhood that he's not familiar with. He's high a lot of the time. And he's like he's terrified, but copes with it. So as he learns to cope with these things, I learn you to are. cope okay. with these things. Mm. Because you know, like his his reaction to having this crew. Like think about it, he pushes that elevator button, right? And he's going up to the weed room. Waiting, waiting, he's standing waiting, there with waiting, his waiting, yep. with his headphones in, and then behind him, all of a sudden, are five like st- from the block 
street gang who just got done mugging someone mm-hmm. and they're just standing around him and you see that he does that thing. He pulls one earbud out and pauses his music. And he's like, Hey guys, how's mm-hmm. it going? They get in there and they're like, Better catch the next one. He's like, Fucking A okay with me. <laughs> no problemo. <laughs> But then he ends up in the same room with them yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah, but like, but oh, hi. <laughs> so those were the move. Those were the the moments where the the hooks got in me yeah. because I'm like, okay, what Bruce just went through. I'm like, fucking totally get that. That's mm-hmm. something that I can glom onto, which is like that thing where I down in Florida. I'm visiting my grandparents. And we're in a condo. They were in a condo, and we go to visit like my grandparents in this retirement condo. And all of a sudden, there those, were just those like, geriatric thugs are pretty. Wasn't scary, that man. dude? There was like. They come up on you. It was just this weird couple that I think were on like meth or Give me something. Lunch money, little boy. Isn't that uh, the uh, grandma hooligans from Monty Python yes, as well? It is. <laughs> yes. Along the street, pushing <laughs> the everyone over. Hooligans, fuck yes. <laughs> Sorry, dude. If I wish Python had made more movies, they made enough. They had like four or five. We could do a we could do a month, but I think some of their funniest stuff is short skits. Oh, the Flying Circus is some their of the best. Skits shows. are hysterical. Um. There's really good. I don't. I want to keep talking about big ideas, but there's some really good dialogue early on that I want to get. Let's hit over. it. But they after they kill the, they bring uh they bring the alien to Nick Frost because they're basically like, <laughs> we got this thing, dude. They're like, hey, is this worth any money? Well, yeah, they will get. Yeah, it's the only it. place big enough that's cold enough where they can. They need a, like a meat locker to store it in. It's like we know where there's. Well, you wouldn't want to. St- it wouldn't be cold. The weed room would be hot. Because they're under grow lamps, that would be a warm right. room. Yeah, they're just trying to stash it they're there because it's it secure. Somewhere. Right, it's got that big is. like hardcore door. Yeah, you wouldn't want a cold weed room. That's <laughs> yeah, I'd wreck all your weed. You want a warm weed room? <laughs> it's like supposed to be like ninety six. This is why I'm not in charge of growing any weed. <laughs> You're like ah, I've it's all dead, guys. I, I don't want to have it. I planted a hundred plants in a walk-in freezer. I, I we are gonna be rolling in the weed soon. We're like, I think you just killed all your plants. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. They're fine. Like no, ice wine. They're you know, ice weed. I saw this movie once. Attack the block, and they put a dead alien in there. So I figure cold, right? And I'm like, first of all, <laughs> first of all, <laughs> Carl, you don't just, know how to watch movies good. First of all, alien. Not real. <laughs> well, first they put it in the bathroom, don't they? Hang it up in the bathroom well, and it's dripping into the bath. Uh, yeah. Dude, and he I, makes the, the comment of like, it looks like a monkey fucked a fish. Is it, yeah. And it, <laughs> yes. Is it Moses and Nick Frost are looking at it? Yeah. Yeah. So. So, no. They, it's Moses and Bruce. Oh, yeah. It, He's already in the room. Yeah. Mo, uh, I think it's Bruce and Nick Frost yeah. are looking at the dead alien yeah. hanging up in the bathroom and Nick Frost goes... I don't know. He, uh, Bruce goes, is it real? And Nick Frost goes, it smells real. It smells like a shit took a shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then they pause. Coming for out a- of Nick Frost's mouth, <laughs> which <Yeah>. anything <laughs> is brilliant coming out of his like mouth. smells like a shit took a shit. And then there's this big pause, and he turn- He doesn't even turn to Bruce. He just says, you want to buy some weed then? <laughs> <laughs> this is an interesting part of that. When they're doing that bit, um, the kids are all in the, in the living room, and... I made a note here that everyone's on the phone calling that family except yeah. Moses. Because mm. he doesn't have it. He doesn't have it. You got a clue right there. Yeah. Quick, very quickly Fuck. after this, I think it's like while everyone's on their phone, uh, Nick Frost comes back out and he's like, hey, I want to keep it in the in Biggs's weed room. So mm-hmm. they go in together and there's a... This is the strangest thing in this movie. You keep expecting the movie to be like, now we've got aliens, let's do aliens. Mm-hmm. But they go into Biggs's room, and Biggs gives him a bag of it's pills or something. He gives him hard drugs, yeah, not yeah, yeah. weed. He's upgrading him as a dealer. That's yeah. right. He's like, 
he gives him You're the in charge of this now. Yeah, he yep. gives him a sell a, him a little chunk of drugs, and he says like, "Get me eight hundred back for that." Yeah, by tomorrow or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, or by we'll, the end of the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even in this, even after the alien, even after we've seen like this mugging and attack, and we're getting some hints that this might not be the only alien that we're gonna see, the movie's still taking the time to be like. But on the block where it's a hustle to survive. These kids are dealing with They're all not, this shit. Yeah, they just brought a dead alien to the dealer and he's like, that's fucked that's up. That's fucked up. Here, sell You're me. Upgraded. Sell these for mm-hmm. me by the end of the week. Fuck, dude. Life goes on, dude. It's it's great. It's really great because it keeps you rocked back on your heels. Yeah, yep. it, keeps, it gives you an insight into his life as well. You know he's already dealing weed and And he seems really pleased yeah. to be selling harder drugs. Well, that means well, he more needs money, the money right? Yeah, yeah, he needs the money. Yeah, and he's uh, on his own. He needs to, and that's that's another thing that this movie I think does really well, where you expect the you characters do morally what we would consider or what I would consider morally gray things, where it's like uh, I already deal weed, but now I'm going to deal some pills, and they're thrilled about it, and you're like, dude, you shouldn't be dealing pills, but dude, but they have to. Is that mm-hmm. or you're not eating today? Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. This, this movie, and really what are you going to do? Turn the guy down. You haven't got a choice. No. <laughs> like, yeah, not big. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. You're not, not going to say, no, I'm going to stick with weed. <laughs> it makes yeah. you... It, no, you're not. It really puts you in an interesting perspective. It forces an interesting perspective yeah, on Yeah, sure you, does. Where you're like, oh, dude, he's dealing hard drugs. I like him even less. But then you realize that that's a necessity. And like mm-hmm. you said, he has no choice. And you're like, oh, it, it. it is hard for me to get into Attack the Block until... You realize they're you victims how, of their of their surroundings and their environment. You see how the block how the block runs them yep. rather mm-hmm. than because they yep. they all keep saying like this is my block oh this is our block we defend like, our block but I mean it sounds weird they're like slaves to the block though in a weird way the block the block has certain rules and they all conform to those rules they're not running shit like the way the block is run they just fall into their roles it's like that uh, the science that the um, psychiatric study where mm-hmm. they they find if you divide people into groups one person will become the leader one person will become a bully one person will become a joker oh we, we fall into the archetypes yeah there's naturally there's, oh yeah. i could tell you as, as a school teacher like you lose that really hard to do, deal with kid yeah if they move another kid will take his place yeah, yeah. well they you know, it's, it's just crazy the, it's man. just the nature yeah. of the, the the coolest part of that study for me was they've got this big group they got a bunch of big seven big groups and everyone fell into roles and then they took all the same roles out and from those groups and reassemble oh, the grab groups. all the leaders they took together. all the leaders and put them in a group they took all the bullies and put them in a group and they immediately subdivided into the seven archetypes again that's fucking nuts man yeah it it, it seems like as a as a tribe at we, there are roles that need to be filled and we will subconsciously fill them and that kind of feels like this movie it to does. me which is like the block is in, is imposing its archetypes on people. You need to be. I love movies so much. You need to be the drug right. dealer, the tough drug dealer. You need to be the goofy stoner. You yeah. need to be the. And that's why we, it shows up in movies all the time. Like, oh my gosh! Well, there's the pretty boy with the whatever, and there's the good of the. It's because that's yeah, how we do. <laughs> yeah, humans mm-hmm. are not nearly as unique or. No, we're not. <laughs> there's seven stories, and there's seven types of people. So there <laughs> you have much, it, people. There, that's what we have to look forward to. Um, I so. Th- they're in the weed room, and as they're about to leave, they see all of those fucking, like, multiple aliens falling, and they see one hit the park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Moses is like, 
Is this, yeah. all right. this movie pre or post Spielberg's War of the Worlds? Because it had that kind of. I think it's of, post. This I is 2011. Yeah. yeah, no. World oh, yeah, World it would have been. Way out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in England. So just, I just love the, the aliens arriving moment in any. I think a couple that do it exceptionally well. The Spielberg War of the Worlds mm. is incredibly good at it. Um, Close Encounters, another mm-hmm. Spielberg. And this movie, I think, does the, the big alien approach really well. Where it's like, because it's not like a global, we're not getting things on satellite. And we have news reports from New York, Los Angeles, Tibet. Mm-hmm. Things are falling apart like Independence Day. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. This is this small little pocket of things happening. Mm-hmm. And it's that those people on that block reacting to it, but not everyone. Just that core group yeah. that's aware of it. Well, so, it was so funny. Love that. that. Well, I I can't help but I I laughed out loud at several points. I made notes like even I couldn't understand what they were saying after time. You know, because it's it's English. It's, lo- thick- it's London street language gotcha. all the way. there you was know. a couple points where i turned on subtitles and i was like that's not those words that's <laughs> bullshit <laughs> then, yeah, yeah they're not words but um, um i just cracked up when the first when they start seeing them and their option is not to stay inside and get now nah, fuck it let's go rumble let's go rumble, <laughs> let's yeah. go rumble. well and the do they the all mon- go to their rooms they the all mon- go to their apartments don't they they find and you their, see shit. their families yeah the montage of getting the weapons yeah. is so cool my favorite one is pest when he walks in and he's affecting a limp this is very clever yeah. he walks in with a limp and his i don't even think his mom comments on it Mm-mm. she's just she's just like hey how's it going he's like no pretty good and he limps past her walks into his room and stuffs a bunch of fireworks down his pants so that he's so not, that he can limp out he can with limp them. out yeah, with yeah. them and it looks normal <laughs> that's so that's such a great little detail Do you know is i couldn't believe it the two things one serious one really funny was one of them has to take the dog out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Take, take. I'm not asking you. I'm telling yeah. you. Take the dog out. And you're like, ah. But do you notice you don't see John Baeger's, uh You don't see Moses' apartment. No. Nope. He goes through the door and you close on him. Right. So you're, the the film's not ready to expose his backstory. The oh film's reality. Gosh, it's door ten. The yeah. film yeah. keeps you out of his it's life. It literally yeah. closes you out of his. You see it much yeah. later, and then when it comes out, like this is yeah, I'm on my it's own. The movie's saying not yet, and yeah. I love that. Their apartments are really important because yes. everyone's apartment is a little different. They mm-hmm. really do ref- reflect each this person's personality. This feels the most comic booky and video gamey to me. The way the apartment is structured, the, it, especially when shit starts at the fan inside. It, it it plays like a video game. We have to go here to get this thing. We've I think got, this movie really and neat. Dread would be a really good Thank you for pairing. Oh my god, that's a note that I had in my thing is Dread would be a perfect either follow-up to this movie or you watch Cuz Dread Dread, and Dread is another block lockdown. Yeah. They okay. they get into a high-rise apartment. Shut the doors is die hard with aliens. And it's and run mm, by yeah. drug dealers who are on the top level. Yep. And when the cop Dread is the he's the cops, he comes in with a rookie and they're, Dread they're, is the cops. He's the I am the law. Yeah, baby. So no, he, Judge Dread. Yeah. yeah, well, no, okay. it's the, the remake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. new one. The, yeah, the, I didn't actually see that one. With uh, Carl Urban is fantastic. Carl Urban's really... It's okay, a great I'll movie. Watch I watch it, it all the time. I will but, watch it. But I they lock, they lock down the block, and we see Dread go from apartment to apartment, and the apartments are a little different. This movie does it way better, but yeah. I, I just had a realization that the only person who goes into his Moses' apartment other than Moses is the woman that he mugged at the beginning. She's the only person who penetrates into his personal life. That's right. He guides her in there, right? I, to find something? Yeah. To turn the gas on or something? To turn the gas yeah, on, right. and then he's going to run down there and blow the place up, basically. Yeah, wearing the, the, pheromone. Wearing the pheromone. Covered in pheromone mm, yeah. stuff. But like it's covered in nut. Even we're not allowed into his inner world. Right. He closes the door on her face. This, thing does, this film does a really good job of sticking to its budget through very creative editing as Definitely. well. Definitely. Like, especially during the action scenes... You get very quick 
you know, I'm going all the way back to like the very first Volvo when it yeah. crashes into the car. You don't have to see a lot because it's all quick. And so you don't pick up any specific details, and that's usually because audio, it was cheap. <laughs> right? Audio saves budget, man. You yeah. hear the thing, you you know that it happened, my and then you see the aftermath. One of my favorite I think examples. You see the hit on the Volvo, though, don't we? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You see the crash, but it's wide. One of my, it's like that. I think the crash happens in POV past Moses and the girl. If I think I'm you're right. right. But anyway, my fa- one of my favorite things about low budget films is their use of wide angle lenses. My favorite example is Miller's Crossing. When John Turturro oh is begging for his life in the woods, it. But any any anything where you're like, okay, we don't have the budget to show someone's skull pop open and get all the brains out. So what we're gonna do instead is we're gonna zoom way 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 back, and you'll see you'll hear a a pop and a little flash, and you'll see something kind of, and then someone will fall over, and you just you don't have to do any gore right. effects, and something about watching a body fall is just as disturbing, and you just saved thousand dollars mm-hmm. right like low budget dude low budget film often are some of the most visually interesting constraints is it, it just forces creativity man mm-hmm. it's fucking yeah. awesome this oh, one of my favorite things about so talk about low budget a, a, a low budget way to make a really scary scene fill a hallway with smoke and then have your characters walk through it we don't see a single alien in that scene Mm-mm. but someone dies mm-hmm. and gets, it's intense because you can't see anything and they can't see anything no one, and they're surrounded by potential the potential for violence. It's fucking incredible. I yeah, love man. That. that hallway full of smoke is so fucking good. Because it's, it's super tense. It's we see, a, we see a bloody death, but we don't have to see the alien, which is a big budget yep. saver. And it's got that, that movie Alien. Mm-hmm. It's got that alien thing where you don't see the it's alien Bruce, until like... It's the shark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they get, they get told up. He has to take the dog for a while. He has to take the dog out. Takes the dog. And we don't see the dog for long. No, we don't. <laughs> no, because <laughs> the dog much goes. Bigger, the dog goes running site. after the alien. Yeah. And lunch. <laughs> oh shit! And, well, yeah, just... and then they're like, "Let's go get revenge on it." And then they see it, and they're like, "That's a little." And all you see is is the eye. Well, it's, it's like not its eyes though, right? Eye. Yeah, mouth. Sorry, mouth. Mouth. it's its mouth. Yeah, because yeah, it doesn't. Glowing, they don't have eyes. Teeth. We have a white squall warning until eleven a.m. Mm-hmm. A what warning? Yeah, oh, we I got, got an emergency alert. alert. Yeah. Oh, are we gonna have like a shitload of snow? Yeah, well, I know what I'm the next, doing. Out like of the day. two hours, yeah. I'm staying in, baby. All right. Um, yeah, but so they see this new alien. That that mouth effect. Love I it. I was like, even if I don't like any of these kids, dude, that alien design is fucking primo. Yeah. And on your tuned up TV, the black and the black, the two black for black, yes. those oh, things must incredible. have looked incredible. Because you can't once you realize what you're seeing, you can't really. They're, they're hard to look directly so, at. Well, when, it's, so when they kill the first male one, female he puts one. his hand. Yeah, yeah like, oh, you lose the hand. Yeah, don't you like you don't see you don't see any detail. There, there's actually that color now. There's some cars that they've painted with like a. It's it's really Uber, expensive. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's hard. You, your eyes can't focus on it. It looks like a black hole. It's fucking mm-hmm. insane because it yeah. it doesn't reflect no, any anything, light. No, it no just light absorbs reflected. light. So yeah. you're looking at it and you're like, what? your eyes can't see it properly because yep. that's. That's how your eyes work. Yeah, you're like, what? It, it. Well, they're concerned. It's like for concept cars. I think they're illegal in like 49 states to have that paint because on the road you can't like can't see the car. There's properly. a weird. Yeah, you, you can't, can't see the edges. There's the, no depth perception yeah, exactly. on it because it's not reflecting anything. One of my favorite lines in the movie is when they kill the one in Jody's apartment, and the dude looks down and he's like, "That's the that's the blackest black I've ever seen. That's blacker than my <laughs> cousin." <laughs> <laughs> 
and it's so fucking funny. Um, there are some great lines. Yes. So they they all run because the the males are like four or five times bigger than yep. the female one. And they yeah. are mean. vicious as shit. They're like they a duck. horny as a motherfucker. Well, they're, they're like all a, in heat. So yeah, mm-hmm. and they were supposed to be following the female. Yeah. Moses. Well, the female is in heat. The males are just males and want to fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. 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 But they don't. And what they don't realize is. That Moses, we find out at the end, is Moses killed this female, and he is covered with the pheromone. There's quite a few. There's a couple of them at that point, yeah. aren't they? Pest has. They a work. Little... They work out yeah. that it's the because no one's safe. Is it? We get to a point where when the, one of the first me- when the first gang member dies, right? You're like, right. Oh, oh shit, shit, this is open. Yeah. This is this is the not going to be real here. Yeah, this isn't going to be one of those films where they all survive. No, and it's weird, yeah, because no. it is. Children, these are kids. Yeah, Mo, we find out at the end that Moses well, is fourteen. A dog gets smoked Fif- and a kid fifteen gets or smoked, sixteen. So, yeah. yeah, they kill a child and a dog like right out the gate. Yeah. It's like funny games, but funny. Yeah, I was but thinking that earlier. Really it's like, fun. man, this is like the second movie in a month where a kid and a dog, a kid and died. a dog die like <laughs> yeah. pretty quick out the gates too. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, when they're when they first start like running away from the aliens and they're like crashing their bikes downstairs yep. and like busting motorcycles and shit. That's pretty intense. Yeah. Yep. It's a great chase scene, man. Yep. And the they're the one guy's doing like parkour jumps from stairway yep. to stairway and you realize that the monsters don't or the aliens don't give a shit about that. No, they just jump right after him. And they're really they have kind of like almost we've watched Planet of the Apes mm-hmm. recently. They've got kind of like a gorilla vibe Very to the way much. they yeah. move. Mm-hmm. And I th- is it the first chase scene where no, no one dies in that no, first chase the, scene. No, cuz that one the police show up. Yeah, and they tackle Moses, and they find a knife mm-hmm. and, and the drugs. drugs they got him. him for twenty years or something. Yeah. But, <laughs> but put you, him in the paddy wagon. There's though. this weird moment where you realize, and actually, you know what? Let me go with me here. I'm going to try and unpack maybe a movie metaphor. But the cops show up and grab Moses, and they're like, "You got a knife. You got drugs. You're going to prison." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "There's fucking aliens, aliens. on the block. <laughs> we got other shit to do right now. You yeah. got to not." Just uh, okay. don't worry about me right yeah. now, guys. Yeah. Bigger fish. But maybe that's maybe that's a metaphor for how neighborhoods like this work. Because a lot of in the United I, States, I think that's a lot fair. of a yeah. lot of times the police that patrol the worst neighborhoods live outside of town in really nice neighborhoods. So maybe this is they live in Copland. Yeah, this is kind of well. There's there was a there's a there was an initiative in New York City. To try the cops and, had to live where they patrol. To try and make yeah. it that way. So you have your neighborhood policeman again, mm-hmm. where you know everyone and you know their You're shit. You're part of the community. Yeah. So when you hit, when you see Moses doing something shady, you know Moses. So the sheriff is supposed to be. And yeah. you know what Moses' life is like and what he's going through so that the cops can execute better judgment. And they don't just walk into a neighborhood and it feels and assume, like us and them. They, they assume a lot. If you don't know the community. Well, it's that yeah. us and them thing. Yeah, absolutely. And what I was thinking was maybe the movie's pointing out, like, these cops come in and they're, they're uh, you know, they they're serving the law. They assess the situation and come to their conclusion. All they see based on limited is a young black yes. man with a knife and a gun. Running, or, uh, a knife, running away running from away, like, something, like something's happened. A yeah. knife and drugs, running away, and they've gotten a report of a mugging mm-hmm. recently. Yeah. But then on their side, they're they're doing their stuff. So that's what they see, and they have to yeah. make that. They're, yeah, they're not yeah. going to believe aliens have invaded. Right? But that's <laughs> what I'm saying is maybe the movie's pointing out like when outsiders come in and try and assert their reality on, mm-hmm. an, on a neighborhood. Had it been a neighborhood cop, they would have been like, hey, that's... That's well, Moses. Not, Why not is he even running? That. Or they're not aware of the issues that this neighborhood is dealing with. Fair enough. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which, in this case, is kind of a ridiculous issue. Aliens, right? But let's say it's something else. Let's say like someone on the block just recently died, and someone else. 
who knew that person well is getting drunk and walking out and they're like drunk in public and the cops arrest that dude for drunk in public. But they're from outside that community. So they don't know about the grief and the loss right. and mm-hmm. what the block is going through. In this case, the block is going through an alien invasion. <laughs> right. yeah. But I kind of like that. It's like the cops come in and have no context. Right. So they're just, you instantly dislike the cops. Yep. Yep. You're like, fuck you, dude. He's trying to fight aliens. Yeah. And that's. Now you got him locked in a fucking paddy wagon. That's a clever. Yeah, that's, a clever. that's a clever movie move. To make you to start like showing you Shifting what it's you like way, to yeah. live in a community. What's interesting like that. is they inadvertently save him. The That's cops. right, by putting him in the bad way. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's protected. Yeah. At the cost of their own lives. Yeah. Because both of those cops get murked. Because Jodie Whittaker's there, isn't she? Yeah. She yeah. identifies him. She's with the they're, police. They're doing a drive around. Yeah. And they catch this guy and she's like, yes, that's him. Yep. And they throw him in the paddy wagon and lock him up. And then the al- one, uh, one of the you male the aliens, aliens show up. Oh, dude. You're like, oh. <laughs> well, then, then it isn't really the outside coming in. It's she's from the block, and she's cherry picking the ones that were responsible. So, but the cops aren't from from the block. But based on information provided by someone that's, that's true. from the block. So yeah, so I guess the in that case the metaphor completely falls apart. Sorry. But, well, that's okay. But it's still the outsiders coming in, and they're making their own judgments on things. Her maybe it has to do with her mentality because sure. even though she lives there. Jody really doesn't feel like any of the other people on no. the block. She feels like Brewis to me. She's new. She's new to the block because I think my my interpretation well, no one knows is, her, right? Yeah, so. no one knows her. Her sense. She's only just moved there because she got the job at the hospital. Oh, right, right, right. That's right. my that's my interpretation. She's calling her mom. So then she is from the outside still. Yeah, she's just just yeah, yeah. So she's not integrated into this right. community. So then no. that, the, the metaphor that's does kinda, stand up. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of interesting. And then also, I mean, th- at the end of the movie, when the outside world rushes in and arrests all the heroes. <laughs> and you're like, wait a second. Pardon me? Yeah. That's, That's like John McClane yeah, getting but, arrested instead of getting an Argyle's limousine. Yeah, a minute yeah. before he's hanging it's out of the like, window. Now Powell's like, hey, <laughs> it's good to see you. Sorry, I've got to put these cuffs on you, yeah. but we'll talk about it. So like that, okay, there. Maybe this scene is not the moment that that metaphor applies to, but certainly, certainly the end the of the end, movie. Yeah. He's like, just, you have no idea what we all just fucking just save the block, saved the world. And the cops are like, you are all going to jail <laughs> and i love that the block is starts chanting his name because again Moses, yeah. this community knows the circumstances of itself and the cops come in and they're just like you guys all look like criminals and you're, you're arrested we just yeah. saw an explosion you just blew up an apartment and we see <laughs> what gives a shit about glass it kind of does look like that my one of my favorite moments is that the the redemption of jody at the very end when yeah. they're like, okay, these are the these are the men that killed those two police officers. Don't let them intimidate you, which is such a fucking cop thing to say. Mm-hmm. But it's like, don't don't let them intimidate you. Are these the boys? And she has now through this trial, which again, like a normal trial could be like a gang moving in, or could be an apartment block getting demolished. But in this case, it's aliens. Right. Through that trial, she's become part of the community, and she. Like everyone stands up like for him. She defends her, her mm-hmm. tribe like everyone else does. It's a great ending to this movie. Um, so I, I pointed out the well, Jody Whittaker and Moses are now in the van. The, yeah, the cops do have a point in arresting Moses and chasing down the kids. Oh, all of these kids have weapons on them. Yes, mm-hmm. all of them. Yep. So <laughs> that's a good reason. They're that, not yeah. justified in their wanting to arrest yeah. them. Yeah, they the all cops are like, fucking tried to mug Jody Whittaker at the beginning. That is also movie, so. true. It's a weird. This movie's like lives yeah, in like a gray does, right? area, man. But uh, so, 
Hi. Oh wait. That's hi, a great little action scene. Hi hat. Hi hat. Not Biggs. Yes. Hi hat is the drug dealer. Hi hat's the drug dealer. Oh. So because okay. I just found my note because hi hat has a gun. Oh right. But uh, this is for Poco. Rest in yeah. peace, dog. <laughs> the, the kid on the moped the with the sword. The kid on the moped with the sword charging the alien. <laughs> the one whose dog badass. got eaten, dude. It's yeah. You're right. It is. It's Goonies. It's rated for the R listeners. Goonies. By the way, the police end up getting absolutely wiped out, and this yeah. is the first yeah. truly bloody scene. That oh, we it's see. bloodbath, yeah. cop death, like guts ripped out, sort oh. of yeah, and splattering it, along the glass this in might front be, of Jodie Whittaker. This might be the first great. time that the movie shows us stakes, where yes. it's like yeah. not only are the aliens like going to kill stakes, yeah. being being ripped off of humans. Yeah, man, it's. Because you're, you know, you're like, oh, maybe they'll have the aliens kill people off screen. Yep. No, nope. no, they're gonna splash these people all over this van. I love because there's a cop, there's a police van in Withnail and I too. Yes, I love that the British police in all of these movies so far cruise around in minivans. <laughs> it's we like, have the shittiest police cars in the world. <laughs> we really do. We, we, they have Fiestas. I was gonna say, <laughs> like, don't they drive like Priuses yeah. and shit? Yeah. They have Fiestas. <laughs> I mean, the coolest we get it is looks, like a Range Rover. It looks like Discovery, a Forty Cono line with lights yeah. on it. It's yes. just like wee wee <laughs> yeah. minivan cruising down yeah. the street. I'm like wee wee. It's because it's all you know. Yeah. We're dealing with hooligans. In America, yeah, we're dealing with like you know John Dillinger and Matt shit. Yeah. So now all the cops are in like it's like watching Smokey and the Bandit. Oh, they were drive fucking Mustangs and shit. And oh like, yeah, charges. Well, that a lot of that's got to just be the police being like, all right, boys, we have a pretty much unlimited uh, police budget this year because of the Clinton, yeah. <laughs> the Clinton police bill in '99. So. We're doing Mustangs, great. Guys? What do you guys want? What co- we got? The new Charger just came out. The new V8 Charger. Guys, <laughs> do this. Paint it black. Well, well the Italians have Lamborghinis yeah. as well. They're police vehicles. They're police Lamborghinis That's in so Italy. Sexy. Only the fucking Italians will go. We need a Lamborghini. <laughs> you know what though? Like, I've driven you, in Italy. There's fucking crazy drivers. They are the craziest drivers I've ever driven. I've, I wow. always think that France has the most insane drivers I've ever seen. I would top them with bad. the Italians. Like Milan, Milan. We flew. We flew into Milan and uh, drove up to the lakes. And shit, the fucking cars go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're like inches away from you behind tailgating oh, you. You're like, wow. Yeah, I'm like, I see why the cops needed a Lamborghini. Yeah, they need to be at two twenty, right? Because yeah. so. yeah. everyone's got supercars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so they they uh, we see hi hat driving. In an underground like parking garage, dra- area. yeah. Well, they drag, they jack the police car. To get the, well, yeah, because the two cops, the police van to get out. The two there. cops are dead, That's and right, the two. Them. It's it's the guy who with the who on the moped with the sword who yeah. avenges his dog. dog. <laughs> so it's him and Moses in the police van with Jody Whitt- with Jody Whitaker <laughs> locked in the back. She, she locks herself in, didn't she? Yeah, to get away from <laughs> yes. the aliens, yeah. and Incredible. I think actually she locks herself in away from Moses. Yeah, as, yeah. Well, as Moses gets out, she gets in. She gets in <laughs> and locks herself in. So they take off. They're like. They're fucking driving around in this little grocery getter police minivan. That's incredible. <laughs> and they swerve down a, an on ramp down into this the parking structure. Into the parking the structure block, right? where Hi Hat is in his like really nice. I, like, I remember like it a as a Mercedes up full focus or, or something. Like Drug that. dealer car. Yeah. 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 And they co- they literally like collide with each other. And the, the dude who's driving Hi Hat's car is like, fuck, fuck, it's a cop. It's a yeah, cop. Yeah. We got to go. <laughs> Because you know that car is loaded yeah. with drugs yeah, and guns. Yeah, it like, everything in it. And Hi-Hat has a gun on him. So they're like, we are out. And then the driver's like, wait a minute. That's Moses. That's Moses. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, and then that's when hi-hat gets out pulls a gun the rest of the goonies show up and they're like I love because pest shows up after or pest steps forward Because mm-hmm. they all well, they're all racing along in their BMX isn't they? So, following the police again, the stolen it's like Goonies ET. ET It's a whole yeah. sensibility. <laughs> I love it except there's a drug dealer with a gun and we just saw two cops get like yeah. brutally then, eviscerated Yes <laughs> Goonies. You know what? This is a pretty fun movie. It is. In retrospect, talking about it, you know, watching it for the show, you're like, you're like, and we're going to uncap the pen. Social commentary. Right, but yeah. really, it's just like cops getting evade. Like, it's pretty eviscerated. much a romp. It's yeah, a, it is. It's Die Hard with Goonies and Judge Dredd in a building with aliens. And there's a bit of a standoff between Hi Hat and his right hand man and Art the Goonies and yep. Jody uh, and Jody Whittaker's character. Sam. 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 Yep. Sam. So they're all like facing off against each other, and Hi Hat's got a gun, so everyone's like frozen. But Pest's brave as shit. Pest steps forward, and he's like, "Listen, I know what I'm about to say sounds like super fucking crazy, but there's aliens, and they just killed two cops, and we're running away from them. So you're gonna want to run away too. I know this sounds nuts, but like for real, you, gotta, you, gotta you really need to go right now. I'm begging you to believe me because like, and and Hi Hat's like, "Aliens? What the fuck are you talking about?" And then they. The, the his right hand man turns around. And he's like, "Uh, hi hat." <laughs> they turn around. An alien is like on their car. Like, yep. w- it shows up, and uh, the no, he's, he flashes behind him. Oh, and, and hi hat sends the sends guy the back. guy to go check him out. He's in the shadows. Yeah. right, right, right. And he sends the dude to go like go see what that is, but doesn't give him anything to. Because it's nope. in the shadows, you see nothing, and then the, the, so then the mouth opens. Oh you see the teeth, and it gets on his the right hand. They're man. like false ghost. Like, aren't they? Yeah, kind yeah. Of that, that sort of blue. Yeah, that, it, that's yep. a good. They do look like. They give you the visual they got if you're forced, listening to the podcast. Ghost breath. Forced ghost yes. breath. <laughs> Their mouths are like kind of that glowy they, blue. They're a little Jedi breath. <sighs> Dude, we mentioned Sinew at the beginning of this movie. They all the. Oh, when, this is a great one. This is amazing. The yeah. alien gets the right hand man like down on the ground and bites his neck, and you're like, here comes the cutaway. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. Nope. Bites Rip. in, rips his throat out. You see, like his trachea, like bending. All out of the and white shit. bits. All yeah, every man. every vein plus twenty veins that humans don't Extra even veins. have. I love it, dude. And it's it's like all hanging out of his neck he's, and hanging his out. His neck of the... is made of six turkey necks. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> he's got he's got two throats that get pulled out. Yeah, it's Extra awesome. spine, Fuck dude. Yeah. It is so gloppy. It, it is the goopiest, bloodiest, and it's practical. Yeah, it's totally a practical, and everyone is losing their shit. They're like, "Okay, yep. we're out." The bikes, you get the bike scene, and it's so fast. And this, hi- this period just does not let up. Does no, it? not at all. The pace of the movie is pretty fast. Yeah. I think Hi Hat shoots the alien to death, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, another one comes because this is when Pest gets bitten. Right in the in the parking garage. Hi Hat shoots that one to death, and that's why he thinks like they're not so tough. But ultimately, but you know, ultimately. yeah, there's gonna be twenty or whatever, and right. you're fucked. You're just fucked. But yeah, they get back to the block though, right? Because they he gets bitten during that escape. He does get bitten. Yeah, because they escape the parking garage, and Pest is Pest is running behind, mm-hmm. and he like barely makes he it falls. through the door. He falls over. Oh, he falls over and gets bitten. One of the because they're all kind of spread, aren't they? They spread, and they all get back to the block, like block D. Yeah, they spread right, up, right, chasing each other. They're like, "Come on, come on, come on! Where's Pest? Where's Pest?" Right, and they've got that. They're holding the door open for him. Yeah, and he runs. I think he gets bitten inside the lobby. Yes, that's he like right. makes yeah, it through yeah, the doors, yeah. and the alien like, gets like his. Yes. Yeah, the alien like tackles him yep. through the door. Yep. 
chomps his leg. It's a really bloody bite. Again, you see it, don't you? And yes, there's you bone, do. dude. I think you see a little bit of like bone under it. It bites ch- it a little chippy. Deep. It's Ooh. gross. It's really gross. Ugh. And then they they kill that alien and get the doors shut. Get to the elevator, and this is when they bust into to, uh, Sam's, to Sam's apartment. apartment yeah. Like, and what the fuck? So at mm-hmm. this point in the movie. I've seen them go through enough shit where I'm like, okay, I'm with Moses and his crew. I kind of understand them. It reintroduced Sam and suddenly you're like, fuck you, Sam. Right. They're just trying to get help. There's aliens. Sam, yeah. that kid, come on, Pest is bitten really bad and he's a really nice guy. She doesn't know <laughs> no, that. Pest mugged her. Zero of yep. that. Pest mugged her like an hour ago. Yeah. You know? And we've just gone at like 100 miles an hour. Yes. Boom, right, right, right. Like 10 minutes and then you get a cut scene. It gives you that comedic relief. Nick Frost... Bruce sitting on the cu- on the couch, and he makes the <laughs> comment about like he's got he's got an allowance right <laughs> from his father <laughs> right, and he's like I can't oh yeah because that's what happens yeah that's right isn't it because he's outside this you discover he's like going to the car to go home oh, his, his and his, dad's his, car, his dad's car his dad's so he comes back to the house <laughs> and he finds out he's like I can't get. Well, he when he calls he calls Nick Frost because Nick Frost is on like the tenth floor, yeah, and he can see he has a line of sight, and he's like, "Do you see any cops?" And Nick Frost is looking out the window like, "No, no, you good." And he <laughs> meteors are flying, right? <laughs> <laughs> but there's no cops. Yeah, yeah, no cops. <laughs> They're like, "Well, there's a shitload of aliens falling from the sky, but I don't see any cops, so Five you are totally nowhere, safe. Nowhere to be seen." But I love he doesn't he point out he's like, "My dad busted me." Yeah, because he's he ran he ran a baggie of weed through the wash and everything smelled like pot. Oh my god! So yeah. he's like, if my dad finds out again, I'll, he'll kill me. He'll cut my allowance. Oh my god! It's such a it's such a like middle class white dude yes. thing. It's yeah. like my my I, and his dad's car is trashed by a meteor. But you can't be you can't blame the kid for that. That's I mean, true. this meteor he couldn't. Yeah, I dad's think not he, I thought alien. I think dad would. Call. Yeah, I'd be like, dad, an alien fell into my car. <laughs> You've been smoking again, son. Have you been smoking again? That's it. Rehab. You've been on the Mary Jane again, haven't you? (laughs) Marijuana. Half your allowance. Hard hard H marijuana. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so blah, blah, blah. We're talking about that. And then Uh, she treats the wound. She treats the wound. And they leave. Well, no, there's a great line in Sam's apartment that I wanted to hit where she's like, She's like, you got. What is this all about? I don't want any. I don't want you guys bringing in any like gang trouble. And Pest has one of the best lines ever. I think it's right before she treats his leg. He says, "This ain't." He says, "This ain't got nothing to do with gangs or drugs or rap music or violence in video games." <laughs> Which is like, you're checking all the boxes on what the mothers of dare or whatever middle are class, yeah. yeah, middle class America accuse yep, yep. of. I hate to say this because it it really puts me in like white middle class America, but I was sitting there watching this movie, kind of like with my arms crossed, like I don't like these ruffian children. Yeah, right. And I and this woman now she's being awfully sassy, and then Pest says it has nothing to do with gangs or drugs or rap music or violence in video games, and I was like, I had to like unfold my arms and be like, oh, Man, <laughs> damn it, fuck, yep. Fuck! This the is movie. sociodemographic box. Yeah, dude. The movie like literally pointed at me on the couch and was like, mm-hmm. do you see? Mm-hmm. Do you see how shitty you're being? And yep. I was like, yeah, you need to sorry. vote right. You need to vote. Right. <laughs> Your vote matters now. Okay? Get to the polls, young man. And I was like, okay. okay. 
It really did though, because and that's kind of this is kind of the bit of the movie where I was like, you know what? All right, I need to like get my stick out my. ass. I was gonna say we gotta pull yeah, it out dude. of your butt just real slow. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it that line more than any other kind of disarms you mm-hmm. and yep. puts you. It's like you feel you look, man. Feel feel your way into this yep. and like absorb this this because it really is social commentary. This movie's totally like. Comedy John Boyega low budget indie alien horror but it's social saying commentary. Something. Yep, for absolutely. Sure. Um, so they they go to the girls' apartment now, right? Yes, I believe so. So now they now there's like an invert, like the opposite, the girls' gang, the girls that they all try and well, the, hit and an tap alien up breaks and, into Sam's apartment. Oh, that's right, and, and they kill it. Yeah, and this is when we get the that's blacker, than, blacker my than my cousin. Like, like, but yeah. but Sam doesn't believe their bullshit about aliens until an alien breaks in. They, I think, is this where does is that Moses the one he's kill leaning it with on a, the door? I can't remember. I th- he's listening at the door and it slams him. Moses kills this. Maybe? No, Moses kills this one with a samurai sword. The katana. Oh yeah, he takes it off the other kid, doesn't he? He ta- he takes the katana from the other kid and literally kills this thing with a samurai sword. And you are like, oh shit! Oh, I just saw a dude <laughs> kill an alien with a katana in an apartment block. This is movie fucking rocks. in London. It's so good. In dude. London. Yes. Any, yeah, he's killing. You, you see a katana whipping around, but there's English accents. You're like, oh, this movie's got it all. This is incredible. Believe. The only thing. That- <laughs> yes. So, yeah, after that, now Sam knows there's aliens. Mm-hmm. I love that even though Hi-Hat sees and kills an alien, he still discounts the alien theory entirely. Yep. He's still just dealing. He's he's so wrapped up in himself. His own shit. Yeah, exactly. So, Even yeah. when he's in an elevator surrounded by his crew that his are His dead crew and a dead alien. Yeah. So, but yeah, this is when they go to, is it girlfriends or no? It's Moses's sister? Not sister. No, they, I think they're just girls just on ladies in the, the block, block that they okay. kind of always try and flirt with and right. so get the, little bits of, just uh, the girls you know, that hang out. Yeah. I think it's interesting that when they first knock on the door, the girls look out and they see that. A couple of these people are bloody and they all have weapons and they're like, no, you are absolutely not coming in here. Whatever gang shit you got going on. And this is, these are members of the block. They're like this, even for us, this looks a little heavy. So no, but then they kind of get, they force their way inside more or less. They, I think pest again, talks them in. He's like, listen, I know this is, it's not what you think. There's some hectic shit. There's aliens. Yeah. He's stoned as fuck as well. Yeah. He's literally stoned for the rest of the movie. Isn't he? (laughs) Pest? Yeah. yeah. Pest is high until he runs out of yeah. skins. I think it's... <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, the, and then doesn't Brewis have a shitload yeah. of skins on him? And he's, like, he's sitting there, I'm in a weed room and no skins. This is the worst day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and he comes up with the skins. He's, yeah. He's like, oh. Yeah, Brewis pulls out skins, and that's kind of the moment right there when he pops the skin, when he gives them rolling papers rolling for us paper. in the rolling U.S. Papers, gives yeah. them some raw... But yeah, he he gives him yeah that organic hemp rolling mm-hmm. papers. But yeah, Bruce pulls out pulls out a pack of rolling papers, and ev- the, that's kind of the moment when all the rest of the gang, Moses and the gang, are like, "You're all, You're right. all right, yeah." yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's when he like earns his spot on the I block. They're I like, think I might actually. I picked up some new uh, new herbaceous um, friends, mm-hmm. herbaceous friends. Yesterday, ah. one was called mimosa. Mimosa, mimosa. Nice, nice sativa. I, ah, I just got I, I generally get a sativa and an indica. So if I need to, you know, advantage, yeah, or I go to sleep. Burton oh, and I, I so. recently got um, sampler pack. We got a little like, sampler yeah. pack. We got like it's like eight eighths mm-hmm. of a bunch of different stuff, and some of it, some of them are like quarters or whatever. But we have like this this spectrum. And yesterday, mm-hmm. when Carl came over before band practice in Arkham Horror, 
we blended two of them together. One was like a kind of CBD sativa deal, and then the other one was like an unknown factor. Mm-hmm. That unknown factor was it kicked in pretty nice. It was, <laughs> dude, it was beautiful. We had. <laughs> I, I know that we tried strange aeons all the way through afterwards. That was a struggle time. I don't baby. know about you, but I made it all the way through I that didn't, song. I didn't make it through <laughs> any of it. I was so scared. I know there was a moment where you stopped playing and I'm like, I should stop. I think Carl's getting uncomfortable. Um, but no, there's a great line in this when they go to the girl's apartment and they're all hanging out. It's Moses that says it. He's sitting on the couch and he's brooding. Everyone else is talking about what's going on, but Moses is like sitting alone Again, he's got like the walls up and shit. His apartment door is closed. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says, first they sent drugs, then they sent guns, now they send monsters. They. Yeah. Yeah. That outside world, man. It's them and us. Isn't it? It's yeah. exactly how he views Jodie Whittaker, at this, Sam, at the beginning of the film. Is them. Yeah. yeah. Even there's if us and then them, there's them. them from outside of. Mm-hmm. This was really. This to me, like this, I love the social commentary stuff. Mm-hmm. By this point in the movie, I'm into the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm, I right, like it. Yeah, you know, but you, like, it takes that, you took it takes that 45 minute once, roll Once in. the character of Sam allows herself to, to kind, not maybe not accept, but once mm-hmm. she stops being overtly afraid of the crew and kind of becomes part of it. That helps us. Yeah, it does because you lose some of your like, well, they mugged her. Once she gets some context and is like, Okay, I need to be with them for survival. I'm not afraid of them anymore. I start. I s- stop seeing her as a victim, and I start seeing well, her as part a bigger of this threat, family. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she gets integrated in when they when they understand. But yeah. that really is one of the. That's dude. That's a thing. That's a first. They sent drugs, then they sent guns, and now but now they sent monsters. You know, it's the alien thing. But th- you hear this all the time about like mm-hmm. inner city America. Absolutely, where yeah, they're yeah. like, there's there's. Uh, the veracity of it I don't know I know there's a whole like CIA Contras thing that goes back and there's a lot of cocaine came into the states oh, via the CIA yeah. but there's ki- whole conspiracy theories about like the fuck was built that? you assemble a poor neighborhood by or like, America mm-hmm. that's what that was called that that whole contra- US yeah. contract cocaine conspiracy yeah, I only America. what was the name of the movie with Tom Cruise that came out recently about that do you remember oh fuck no, anyway no. it looked really good but was anyway Jack Reacher no it oh. was it was all about this legit CIA working with the Contras to bring cocaine into the states conspiracy oh, fuck, thing. No. But anyway, you talk really intensely. Yes. Fine, fine, fine. I'm always Tom Cruise. Show Tom Cruise the, is always Tom Cruise. I can't watch Tom Cruise movies anymore. Really? Yeah. I like. You know what? Maverick I, watched, looks I will watch fucking awesome. That one. I, I will give him that. I used to. I used but to. He just, was previous. He was before Jerry Maguire. Post Jerry Maguire. Yeah. No, I agree completely. I used to like. Or I used to dislike Tom Cruise for a long time because MI movies. Because I heard a Mission Impossible movies are all great. But I heard a I'd heard a story from a guy who met him and it was a very negative story. So I was like oh. He's a Scientologist, isn't he? So He is, but a lot of people are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and whatever. And the Scientology thing bothers me less than the, this one story that I'd heard where he was kind of weirdly rude and egotistical. So I heard that story from a friend of mine who had who was a, uh, a makeup artist for Playboy and mm-hmm. ended up at the same party with him. And it was like he was shitty and really egoic. And I was like, oh, fuck Tom Cruise. But then we sat down with Connor Sweeney. And Connor Sweeney has a Tom Cruise story too. And he's like one of the nicest guys of all time. Like yeah. super friendly, super. Well, the people are people, so you might have a bet. Yeah, I, I could be oh, an I asshole to I have somebody no personal and like, like whatever, in, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, I have no personal game in there who he is as a person. I just post Jerry Maguire. He I really, think he really got into just playing Tom Cruise. in, he does. in films. He does. Um, I don't mind. I like 
The Last Samurai was the bit that I was like, no. I think you, Robert you, Downey you really Jr. plays it. Robert Downey Jr. in a lot of movies, but I like but that. I like that. Right. I now, like, yeah. He plays, yeah, I mean, he plays Tony Back Stark, in the day, he, he was yeah. very, um, he was more versatile. Chaplin. I mean, Chaplin. Chaplin, like, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. I think Johnny Depp did the same thing. Yeah. He had these, like, he was very interesting, and then at a certain point, he just started being Tim Burton's Johnny Depp. Yes. And trying you know to do mean? English accents all the time. Yes. <laughs> he just likes to make English, he just likes to speak English, I think. I think so. Jack Sparrow, Sweeney Todd. Oh my God, yeah. Doctor Doolittle. Have oh either God. of you seen Grindelwald. The Libertine? Fuck. I think it's Johnny Depp's best movie. It's so fucking good. But Benny and June for me. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> Benny and June. I've never seen it, but I think it was on the Criterion Channel. That is deep cuts. <laughs> um, so the next thing we see is Bruce. I think Bruce is trying to get the he Bruce has no context for aliens yet. He's not part of the group yet. No, nope. he's just hanging he's out with the girls. He's been high on the couch. There is an alien attack oh, no, no, in the girls' you get, apartment. Yeah, yeah. Because I've I've got those notes. Like that's when we lose, um, the first of the gang. Yeah, yeah. And that this is, is the first time. That's the, the guy that. Um, that's the kid who ended up playing Firestorm in Legends of Tomorrow yes. on the CW. Yes, yes, yes. Never saw it, but that pulled me out. I was like, I know that guy. I know that guy, but. Legends of Tomorrow, yeah, Firestorm. He, he gets killed, and Moses almost gets killed yeah. in this attack. There's a great bit with a lamp where they have a floor lamp, and yeah. they smash the light bulb, and they're sh- the electric. The girls as well. Yeah, That's the, the girls. Like The girls are as badass as the Dude, as the, the girls the get boys. right rowdy with it. Yes. It's yeah, fucking they awesome. Yeah. They dive they in both two. feet. Yeah. Got it. They take two out. Yeah. Well, Moses, I yeah, because uh, Sam kills the second one. Yeah, because Moses takes his katana like to slash the thi- one that just killed his and friend. Gets stuck in the and he gets stuck in the wall, mm-hmm. and he's like totally helpless. But then I can't remember how Sam does it. It's but... sli- straight up. Oh, he gets the, it with yeah. a knife. It's a knife. The yeah. knife goes straight into the jaws. He's as the alien the is going. That, I felt that every the, time he did that, the, I felt yeah. knife go into my mouth. Well, <laughs> so, yeah. like, no, dude, it's fine. One I time, pointed a banana at him, and he thought it was a gun. So. We were we were doing a westerns day, and Carl like showed me yeah. with a banana. How someone pointed a gun at someone else, and I was like, "Jesus!" Yeah, I freaked me out. And again, that's a, a jumpy moment, isn't it? Because the the jaw is like, yeah, it's two right or three there. inches bef- in oh, front dude. of the oh, knife Boyega's in the face. glowing jaw is so cool. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. beautiful, Brilliant. beautiful move. And then so they, yeah, they kill two aliens, and now these two girls know too. They're mm-hmm. like, okay, so like, all right, no, this is for real. Aliens we are have problems, real. guys. And everyone's kind of together now. I like that the group grows. I think it's cool. Like the. Well, it's kind of well, what you it's would... at this point that you get the elevator, isn't it? Because you get hi hats in the elevator. Yes. And Bruce, Bruce is on his. He's gonna go down. He's like gonna gonna get catch an elevator down from Nick Frost's flat. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, we've already seen the bit where hi hat he gets a couple of goons to go and chase down uh, 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 Moses. Yes. Because Moses burned him and crashed his car, and he's mm-hmm. like trying to get. He's trying to kill him. Yes. He's trying to get revenge. So he uh, he jumps into, they run into an alien, they get into an elevator, and the alien gets in with them. Yep. And you think, oh, bye-bye, hi-hats. But You're no. gone. No. Nope. It gets to the bottom floor, <laughs> and Bruce, again, stoned out of his mind. He's been smoking weed since, since he got be- to the drug dealer's before house. before we met him. Like an hour of the movie is just him like... 1974 baby <laughs> yeah. just just taking these giant rips and he's standing you can see by the way good stoned acting for real. yeah you can well, see how high he is he is like him and pest might get a nod for best together. high drunk yeah. acting they're high acting especially pest later on and he's just like chilling out sitting back with his eyes half closed and he's like 
profoundly stoned. It's bananas. <laughs> but so Bruce is standing there, and you're you know this elevator's coming down, and you're like, oh god, yeah. the, the, the alien's gonna jump out and kill Bruce. Fuck, I like Bruce a lot. He has a lot of funny lines. And the door opens, and it's, it's just an abattoir of blood. <laughs> it's like this fucking. Is Hi Hat in there? Still yes. in blood, right? Yeah. He's standing there Covered drenched in, the in blood. <laughs> fucking incredible. It opens man. and you just see Bruce like, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's, it's, it's a, that's a horror movie moment, imagine, man. It's so incredible. Imagine the existential horror of you when you're high and you see a spider. You're right. like, it's no, better, no, 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 no. Better to die, you yes. know? And then like, the elevator doors open and Hi Hat steps out and he goes, better catch the next one. And Bruce Jesus. is like... <laughs> it's like game over for him, dude. It's so mad. Oh, I wrote down so that. They, they're yep. going to. They're going to try and get back to the weed room, aren't they? Yeah. yeah now, well, now it's all place in the, the safest right. place. Because Bruce is. It's, dude, the transition is fucking hysterical. Because Bruce is going to go up. He's headed to Ron's weed room. And he and the fucking elevator opens and it's just blood and gore. He pushes the go button on the other one, steps in. And is like waiting for the door to close, and the whole gang Yanked piles in, <laughs> covered like one of them's grievously injured. They're all holding weapons, and he's just like, "Oh, what is happening today?" <laughs> <laughs> but I love how quick he gets with it because yep. they're like, "There's aliens. We gotta got get. It. We gotta get got somewhere it. safe." And got he's it. like, "All right, all right. alien, sweet." <laughs> and I, Fuck. I think it's past is like, "We should go to Ron's weed room." And yeah. Sam goes, "What's Ron's weed room?" And Bruce turns to explain it to her, and he goes, "She because she goes, what's Ron's weed room?" And he goes. <laughs> Bruce turns and goes, it's a big room full of weed, and it's Ron's. <laughs> <laughs> totally a stoned response. Yeah, it, it is, is cause it's self-evident <laughs> and, to you. And it makes sense, though. For sure, yeah. She's Holy like, what's what? fuck, man. Yeah, no, it's snowing hard. If at any point you guys feel like you need to traverse the roads sooner, I need, no, to, be, I need to be home by keep. lunchtime, but we've got like half an keep, hour, keep 40 minutes. All right, we're. I think we'll probably be done in 15, yeah. so we're good. Because um, we get the... Um, this is following where, that you get on the floor and that's when pest fires the rockets and we get that the dark hallway with the gas, alien the smoke scene and stuff right before that just as a line that I love is they get out of the elevator and they're planning the attack they're like we're gonna shoot okay we're gonna shoot smoke bombs and we're gonna traverse this dark hallway in which there are aliens <laughs> and Bruce is just like leaning against the wall and he just goes I am too high for this shit <laughs> you're like dude <laughs> been We've, there i feel you i mean i felt that like i have to cook a couple eggs i'm like mm, oh no but it just shifts so quickly from scene to scene it becomes a different movie don't you think like at one point it's horror and then it's thriller and then it's comedy jerome alone in the fog is horror yeah it's like straight horror and this is the second gang of the gang to die yeah he gets killed he gets in that pulled. hallway it's like a classic horror movie and it gets yeah, pulled it gets into, dragged the into the fog but it's you such see a... i really i said shit they tear his face off off yeah <laughs> Oh my lord! It really no. doesn't pull any punches, like, and that's one of the things that, again and again, I, I found myself really loving this movie because you're it it feels like the Goonies, so you expect the tropes of like a mm-hmm. PG thirteen kids adventure movie, and then it hits you with like hard R violence and gore, yeah, constantly. And you're I like, think it's a very English thing to do is just to keep you guessing. Yeah, really, like it's it's quite safe to assume when you watch Stranger Things. Oh, which you even w- take strange things. Are you talking about Hi Hat's face gets ripped off or Jerome's face gets ripped off? Jerome. Oh, because they rip Hi Hat's mouth like lips yeah. off. Oh my god! Remember, that's it's gnarly, just his dude. teeth. They rip all of his like whole yeah, mouth. I've got, and I just got off. the note. Shit! They tear his fucking face off. 
Did you guys notice what? that the that uh, Pest now has a real limp in the leg he was faking the limp on yep. earlier in the movie? Mm-hmm. So I love sh- little shit like that, dude. Um, so they, they do. They get to Ron's. They get weed to room. Ron's weed room and they open the door <laughs> and Hi Hat is standing in the living room with a pistol with trained a pistol. on him. And they but they have to get out of the hallway because there's fucking aliens yeah. in the hallway. So they rush into this room with a guy with a gun, and they slam the door shut. And you're like. Damn, Shit. talk about like so frying pan you're in a fire, fuck right? Sandwich mm-hmm. is what you're <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> a fucked sandwich. I love it, dude. Um, so hi hats, like this is my block. This is my block, and you see them all like edging towards Ron's weed room. And when you, because he's just yelling, and we can't see what's behind hi hat until we do this like cool little cut Pen. to you see the big window oh my <laughs> covered God. in aliens dude it's just like 20 aliens on the glass and they're like yeah you know what you can have it uh, yeah yeah it is your block <laughs> hi hat we're just going to go lock ourselves in Ron's <laughs> weed room and leave you to your block so bye and yeah my the the note i have on that is hi hat's lips get ripped all the way off <laughs> Dude, they peel his like sick, face, dude. cheeks, all that. His mouth is just like, oh, 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 it's horrible. Yeah, that Low is budget. that is the that's the note I have. Yeah, Low yeah, budget yeah. Practical effects, man. Right, it's so good. It's so it. so excellent. All <laughs> the aliens, it's like, it's up there with the Raiders of the Lost Ark melty face. The melty face. Oh my god. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, totally. Um, makes me so excited. I have to. None of these notes actually mean anything, so we are burning through it. Uh, so they they're stuck in Ron's weed room. Well, it's it just go once the, once the attack is fully on, well, like forty five minutes in, it's we, like, it goes so fast. Yeah, we haven't spoken about probs and mayhem. The, oh, the, the two, two kids. kids. Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, Were they probs, like the f- he's mayhem. <laughs> they did like these two ten year olds who want to get in. And there. they've got their own little side story yep. going on yeah. through the whole movie. Well, that's yep. how the one gang member dies: is he takes their cap gun and thinks it's real. That's right. Yep. He pulls the trigger a couple pack, times pack, and it's pack. just caps. And he goes, fuck, it's fake. And then he gets totally iced. But you've also got the the other gang members still in the dumpster. Yeah. They're, from the, and the, from the, the initial and the chase. Is just the first chase. entire movie, yeah. that kid's in the dumpster. Yeah, that's his role. Just his role is being kid. in the dumpster and calling people to warn them that they should stay <laughs> inside. Until, until he runs out of minutes. And then he's like, I got to make a break for it. I and love that's that. when he discovers the aliens are still outside patrolling him. I right? do love that props and mayhem do manage to kill one. They take it out. They, yeah. they nuke one with uh, gasoline in there. Gasoline it's a super soaker. Yep. It's a, a super, super soaker, soaker full, of full of gasoline, and it's a it's firework. Right? Firework, dude. Yeah. Every all these kids are using fireworks to great. It's this amazing. movie, yeah, man. Fireworks as weapons is like, it's always fun. Well, that's why there's smoke in the hallway. Because yeah. they send the ch- the cherry bombs down mm-hmm. there with the, right, the Roman right. candles. The Roman candles down yeah. there, yeah. I think it's John Boyega up front, right? Just walking with the Roman candle pointed so. forward. It's like, mm-hmm. pew, pew, just shooting. Oh, incredible. Um, but yeah, so props and mayhem. They're hilarious because the gang bust their balls the whole time. But ultimately, they end up saving one of the gang mm-hmm. members. No, they end up trapped in the dumpster with him. Yeah. <laughs> but they're not hiding from the aliens anymore. They kill the alien, and now they're hiding from cops. Yep, yep. That's kind of interesting. Right. Because because the guy's high he's stuck in a dumpster because there's aliens on the outside. And then the two kids kill the alien and then they hide in and then all three of them hide in the dumpster because there's still a threat outside and it's the police. Wow. That's kind of you notice before there the gang always calls them by their actual like kid names. names. Yeah. Right, right. But by right. the end of the movie they're like they're so you probs and mayhem, probs and mayhem. right? Yeah, so <laughs> okay. they earn their they earn their stripes, man. They've cool. earned it. Well, dude, there's that great line where he turns and goes how do you expect to be? How do you expect anyone to call you mayhem if you're gonna act like such a pussy? pussy. 
It's great hearing it from a 10 year old's mouth as well. Yes. Because no one's ever going to call you mayhem if you act like such a pussy. Because he's like, why don't we just go home? You know, there's aliens out here. This is fucked. This is super fucked, guys. Um, So, this is the in the weed room, uh, Bruis. All the weed, no skins. Moment. Yeah, and then Bruce, as Bruce is, it's dude. I love how casually he tosses the skins out because he's working out how the aliens work, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh yeah, here, man, skins." <laughs> Just tosses them at him. He's so I, happy. I think he's so I happy. think Pest says something like, "You're all right." <laughs> when he drops it on it, but um, then he goes on Nature Channel on him, right? Yeah, Bruce yeah. figures out the pheromone thing because he sees on the UV light. It's the the, the pheromones yep. are showing like, up. What's on you? You got the shit all over you. Yeah, yeah. It smells like. F- them or mm. whatever, yeah. And they work out the two that the other two that have got killed. That's who they've had had blood contact on with them as well. So he they they basically get uh, they figure out which of them has no none of the pheromones on them they by using be the black light, invisible, which to is them. Sam. Sam, because she hasn't come into contact directly with any aliens except the one that she knifed through the mouth. But John Boyega's soaked because he's been killing these yeah. things left and right. And uh, and I mean, there might be. Well, he was the main about... killer of the yeah, female. Yeah, he got that's the, the female, key, isn't it? Yeah, that's the that's crucial. She's I, got, he's got the, not the male got ones a, that they're smelling. He's they're got smelling the, the female from the, female. From the original so the, kill. The people, the gang members who carry the female, because it's not always yep. John Boyega. It's the ones no, who touch the, the female, female yep. are the they'll ones who get killed. Which there's something there about like you commit a murder and it sticks to you or whatever. But like whatever, fuck it. Um, <laughs> I'm more interested in the, the awesome like climax of the film. Yeah. They send Sam out into a room. Because she full. is invisible. Dude, it's cool. Because they, they don't have her. eyes. They yes. only smell that pheromone. But, dude. That's watch, a brilliant scene. Her yeah. like inching her way. I love that bit when she's like passing the door and Nick Frost peeks the door open. He goes, is it safe? And she goes, no. no. And he goes, okay. all right then. Yep. He just closes, <laughs> closes the door and goes, good luck. And Best goes luck. back inside <laughs> closes the door. God damn it, Nick Frost is just... The, but he makes any movie he better. He must have just spent... Instantly he's really better. good. I reckon he's, he spent like a day on that film. He's yeah, kind he's of went barely in, in. Oh, did those lines yeah. and just That's why stole every he scene did, he's he in. He did this he's in not, Santa Claus and Doctor Who in the same weekend. <laughs> he's not in the top 10 cast because he's barely in the yeah. film. But he's also well, Nick he's, Frost. Yeah. You know, like, oh my God, he's so funny. Um, So she... It's... I don't know about you guys, but I was sitting there like, don't breathe, don't yep. breathe. When she's mm-hmm. like... And then... They're on every it's like surface. like not moving when the T-Rex is breathing on you. Yeah. Remember, yeah. remember the scene in um, I Am Legend when he flashes the flashlight and they're all huddled in the middle of the room and they're doing that fast breathing? Felt <laughs> yeah. like that to yeah, me. Yeah, where yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. no, 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 Shut up, Doug. No, don't hit the... Oh, you hit it. You hit the thing. Shh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she gets to... Does she... She goes downstairs. She's going to Moses. She's going to Moses. She goes to Moses' apartment to turn on the gas yes. and he's mm-hmm. going to try then he's, he's going to lead them to, to the apartment and blow the fucker up yeah. is yeah. the plan she gets to Moses' apartment and she goes in she's like such a real it's moment empty, isn't it it's just barren the yeah. thing that kills me is you realize there's a bunch of toys in his room and comics but we yeah. assume well, dude, he's in his 20s that's yeah, crazy well she goes who do you live here with and he Your goes little brother? my uncle but he's never there and she t- opens his door and it's Spider-Man. It's like a Spider-Man sleeping bag mm-hmm. yep. in like what looks like a child's room. And she's like, do you, have a, little brother. do you have a little brother? And he goes, nope, just me. And she goes, how old are you? And he goes, I think he says he's 15. 15. He goes, I'm 15. She's actually 19. John Boyega yeah. was 19 in this movie. But, but that's some kids do grow up old. A 15-year-old mm-hmm. dude can look like he's 19 or 20. And that's mm-hmm. like, it's such a heartbreaking moment for me. The back and forth life. is really good because she goes, how old are you? And he goes, 15. And she pauses forever. And she goes, you look older. 
And he goes, thanks. Yeah. It's, dude, it's Because he lived. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, you, but like also. Like the eyes are older, right? She, when she says you look older, it's, it's a tragic thing. Mm-hmm. But he takes he's, it as a oh, legit compliment. You. He's like, oh, awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And the, they're talking past each other. It's incredible. Oh, it's amazing. So then she, she gets free. She gets clear. And John Boyega, who is covered in fucking pheromones, and he's got that dude, that samurai sword yep. on his back. He gets that samurai sword. You can almost you hear can like... You can see the comic panel. Yep. You, you can... What's that, what's that fucking song from Kill Bill, Battle Without Honor, Humanity? Mm-hmm. You can almost hear it start. And you want that song so bad, but it's not. But it's excellent. And John Boyega leaps. He fires. He comes out firing... Um, uh, a Roman candle into the room to like confuse him mm-hmm. a little. Is he doing the thing where he's running so fast when he takes it's the corner, sh- kind of slides? Yeah, a little and bit. he's yeah. vaulting yeah. over shit. It's all shot in slow mo as yes. well. And he he vaults oh, over like a. Yes. I know I'm getting know, chills yeah, yeah, thinking yeah. about it, dude. It's Such great. a fucking great end. Bangs into the wall and then he does that thing where he slides a corner, hits the wall, and then barely has time to walk forward before the aliens start piling into mm-hmm. the wall right where he fucking was. Awesome shit! It's amazing. And all the gas in his apartment's on. He gets into the apartment. Gets into his kitchen, so all of the like creatures pile into the kitchen, and he jumps through like a like a bar, an open bar area. So there's they're separated a little bit. And I was thinking about this. I'm like, well, why wouldn't they follow him? But the gas would fuck up their sense of smell. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then he like gets over, barely gets over by the window, and he can't get the lighter to light to light the Roman candle. That old chestnut. Still effective. It works every yeah, fucking, still effective. Time. fucking time. Didn't even feel, I mean, it's cheap. It's a cheap, like, a little bit of extra yep. tension, but you're already so in. You're like, like good, damn come it. on, light, <laughs> baby, light. <laughs> and, uh, it's my lucky lighter. I think it's, I think, we talked a little bit about the symbolism of the, of the, 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 the uh, what's it called? The St. Andrew's Cross? Yes. Yeah. At the end St. of. St. George's. The St. George's. St. George's. St. George. Andrew's Cross is it's a BDSM thing, yeah. No, St. Andrew's Cross is the it's Scottish white, flag. Oh, it's also. White and black, right? It's also. Uh, blue. It's also blue. two beams oh, yeah, yeah, crossed sorry. together with uh, cuffs at the wrists and ankles. But yeah, it can also be the Scottish flag. Yeah, Scottish. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Scottish. Yeah, Scottish. I think the Scots invented it. <laughs> I believe it. Um, there's a. Uh, so he, he blows up. He blows up his own apartment, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool and pretty symbolic. And you get the John McClane moment. Yes. <laughs> flying out yep, the window. Sure flying out the window, but he what he it's catches, he catches the UK flag. Mm-hmm. So the UK flag is what saves him. And I, I mean, you're watching the movie and you're in the alien thing, but we've also just recently watched This is England and some heavier movies, mm-hmm. and he catches that flag and you're like, this yep. is very smart. Yes. <laughs> And by that point, because the, oh, yeah. the flag through the whole movie has been our, we know that that's the apartment. That's we know his. that's his apartment. Yeah, because it establishes location, but then it it is adds this saves. little bit. I love it, and I so love much. that it in particular is the UK flag that saves him. It's like that that weird. It's because mm-hmm. the UK flag for me now, especially after talking about this is England, is like it's this symbol of. I mean, we're about to hit Brexit, so we'll see. But like, it's. That's the symbol of England. It's the yes, symbol, symbol of England. England. Yes, 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 the English flag. Yeah, yeah. The, it, and that to me kind of was like the block is very sequestered off. Mm-hmm. But England's not supposed to be. England is supposed to be, for me, it's inclusive because it mm-hmm. doesn't, that flag encompasses other countries, you know? No. No, just England. No? Just England. The St. George's Cross is the English flag. Right. The St. Andrew's Cross is the Scottish flag. I the thought dragon. He, uh, And then wait, when they all come he, together, you get the does, Union flag. Yeah, that's the flag that he grabs, right? Is the Union flag. The Union flag. I can't remember. 
I don't think it's the Saint the Saint George's Cross. I think the flag he catches is the UK British flag. British okay. flag okay. that he grabs. So the that, Jack, that. the Union Jack. Is Union that what it's Jack. called? It's called the Union Jack when it's flown on a ship. Oh, interesting. Dude, we learned so <laughs> much on these episodes. Yeah. So it's only the Union Jack when it's so flown on So when Rose Tyler wears it. It's, a, it's the Union flag. It's known as the Union flag. Interesting. Well, anyway, I thought it was really, for me, it was it was kind of a powerful it's a moment, moment when yeah. he catches the flag and the flag's yeah. what saves him. And he climbs back up on the balcony and is promptly arrested. <laughs> Immediately arrested. Immediately arrested. Fuckers. And that's how they we end. They're all, all of them. getting yeah. fucking like all put in <laughs> paddy wagons and shit. <laughs> but I love the Moses chant. Like they're yeah, all the, the boy, entire I've, block. I've written down the boy who would be legend. Yes. Yeah. Like he's and never going to be forgotten. Well, there's a moment. There's one moment where I was like, come on. And I think he's not. there's nothing they can text. hold him on because the one that called in the whole thing in the first place is on their side now. Well, it's the girl. Well, no, what they've seen is an apartment blow up. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> these, well, the thing is, these, these monsters don't and dust or anything when they're, when they're killed. So there's evidence of some... There's dead. Mm-hmm. Bo- there's a couple dead aliens around. Right. This will have repercussions. Absolutely. But th- what they're trying to get Moses on is the death of the, the two police the officers because yeah. they, mm-hmm. they approach Sam and they're like, two of our officers were killed this on this street. This is the street. guy. And we know you were with them. We, you were with them and we think this is the dude that they were picking up during that killing. So you can tell us he killed them, right? And my first thought was like, we saw mm-hmm. what the aliens did to these dudes. They were clearly like mauled by a bear. Yeah. He's not, <laughs> no person fucking, is yeah. doing, yeah. In what universe are they like, now did this 14, 15 year old young black man kill those two cops, mauling them like an insane we, lion? They did catch well, the Ripper. samurai It is story, the city so. of Jack the Ripper. That is true. That is true. <laughs> the Brits do have some pretty some weird <laughs> shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're like, oh, you not, can take a walk. They, they, not they this invented again. Hannibal Lecter. I've been on the walk. I've been on the yeah, night well, walk. Well, no, but. Well, he's British, right? Hannibal Lecter? He's no. American? Yeah. I don't know. He's books. American, and also he's based on... Um, Thomas... No. No, he's... Well, There, there's two people... There's, like, three people that he's based on. Ed Gein, they made him, like, kind of suave and cultured. That was based off of the Ted Bundy. And then there's one other guy who is a famous, like... He's kind of like Cannibal Lecter, famous cannibal... Kind well, of. Anthony Hopkins is British, and he did he's an Welsh. American... Well, he's Welsh. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Carl, did you know that when it's hung on a naval vessel, the Union flag it's is called, called a Union Jack? Jack. Yeah, Thank you very much. <laughs> so anyway, I don't you all feel yourself getting smarter? I, do. I really do, and I I really like the end because Sam is Sam says like no no those aren't no those those two They're boys heroes. saved me they yeah. saved me they they saved my life. They're heroes, and you can yeah. see almost see the cops be like, Fuck, nuts. All right. Shit. Damn it. Well, we can at least hold him for 24 hours. We got that. We'll find something. I'm sure he's got warrants. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. That's U.S. cops. (laughs) But, oh, yeah. Well, let me plant this on you. Welcome to your drug charge. Welcome to your drug charge. Exactly. (laughs) But, yeah, so that's that's pretty much the end of the movie. That's the end of the movie. I think Pest has this great line where he goes, do you hear that, man? They're cheering for you. And Moses has this moment where he's he's always had the walls up. And I think he, he like. He smiles for the first time. And then we cut to black. And then we cut to black. And we're done with Attack the Block. It. It's weird. Like, I really do think this is like a 7.5 to 8. Yeah, I would agree. I can't wait to watch this again, man. I think this would be a really great movie to watch in a group. I think we can. I think this is going to make the cut for the Quill and Filmies day. We'll see. We have 104 104 movies to to pick. Wait through, (laughs) but yeah. And we can't fit them all in 24 hours or whatever, but yeah. But no, I, I think this would be a good party movie. 
The other ones, maybe a bit heavy. I'd watch with Neil and I. Oh, absolutely. I will watch that anytime. Sid and Nancy, no. I would watch it with a boat. I would watch it in a car. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I would watch it on a boat under the Union Jack. (laughs) There you go, buddy. I see what you did there. But no, yeah, like, I think the middle two movies, a bit heavy for a party. First and last? Absolutely can do. We bookended this perfectly. Like, the first and last movies we watched are so fun. The middle two are like, you... It's a little heavy. Yeah, you... you, um, you Did you watch uh, 86? No, I haven't. Started, yet, I haven't no. started watching yet. I was gonna get it oh. from the. Uh, oh my lord! I was gonna get it from the library. It's going to be though. I heard it's super you heavy. You can't get eighty six. I've Not looked the in library? the library. No, mm. it's only available on Prime. Well, I we wanted eighty eight and ninety as well. Too. But are there they, more? Yeah, they did eighty six, which is a four part, uh, four episode series. Uh-huh. So it's about four hours long. It's about an hour each. Right. Wow. Um, and that's set three like three years Post. after. Right. Um, this is England. Mm. And then 88 follows and then 90. So he did two uh, two others after that as well. I, wow. I feel but those like were straight to TV. Based on what I how that movie hit me, I would need to pace them out a little. Absolutely. Do you like and the it's 86? definitely like I said on the on the message thread, this is n- not duty safe. No. No. Yeah, as soon as you as soon as I saw that message, that was when I was, you know, I'm maybe like, I'm not ready for it. That was my <laughs> thought too. Like, no, you're you're gold. You better be ready for it because we got to find out when you get back from Dallas. We, we got to get a screaming screening time for uh, spit on deja vu, baby yeah, girl. The closer we get to doing it, I'm just like, maybe we won't. You know, what we <laughs> should. You know, what we should pair. I spit on your grave five with Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Watch The Rock. You know what? Actually, we're going to do The Rock in main season for season three. So oh, we are. Yeah, that's we got to right. hold off on it. It's one of our Nick picks for, for November. That's right. All right. That's, that's it, atta- baby. That's, that's Attack it. the Block. Block. Um, we, it kind of stopped blizzarding, but I think there's still a warning for a bit. Mm-hmm. So we'll get you guys out of here so you're Perfect. not driving in horrible weather. Thank you all so much for listening. David, thank you for curating yeah, and guest hosting. <laughs> Four incredible and British thank you for pleasure. actually host hosting Sid and Nancy. That in is my true. Absence, yeah, so. you straight up hosted the show. Yep. He's the only person who's ever hosted a main season episode. There you go. Privileged, dude. Yeah, you man. This has honestly we been one of the most fun things I've ever done. That it is um, is incredible. We had in, in a very similar there, yeah. way that Midsummer Night's Dream gave me a little insight into exploring a bit of art um, and expressing myself. This is. I've been genuinely looking forward to this. That's incredible. It has man. been. I've. Uh, I've found. You know. I already knew you, Carl and Max. We met through this, and right. uh, I already consider. I've got a few more friends. A little bit wider of a friendship circle in Travis City. Bird and I feel. The awesome. sa- I know you guys go back a little, but Bird and I feel the same way. And you know, you've talking about art. You've introduced me. I had not seen. I've seen Sid and Nancy one time, but you've introduced me to. It's some incredible art that yeah. changed. I mean, dude, we dumped a whole month. We were like, fuck this. <laughs> fuck, fuck our schedule that David we wrote Rowdy a year ago. showed us Drive-ins. with Nail and I, and we were like, these movies are stupid. We need <laughs> yeah. to watch like these good films. It, so, yeah. Well, we were getting a little saccharine in the main season, so. We are. You've really, I think you've kind of lit a fire under us to yep. finish out the season strong, because damn, were these good well, look, movies, man. I'm going to propose at one point in the future, I would like to do a Patreon with you that features... Um, the boat that rocked, okay, and its American version, which oh, is Pirate, Pirate Radio, Radio, because it is hey. a great. It hey. can only be one show, but the whole discussion can be how editing 
can absolutely change an entire plot. We can do that kill in a movie. the Brazil. We can come back to Brazil editing with the and, happy well, ending cut. Editing and and cinematography are yeah. my two darlings of film school episodes. So I would absolutely love to do. Pirate that. Radio made me furious. Chris, Christian Slater. No, no, no. Pirate Radio was um, it's the American release of the boat that rocked. Is the boat that rocked the Christian Slater one? No, he's in neither of them. They're both the same movie. It's just they're cut differently. It's like Brazil. Oh, yeah. interesting. It's like you have the Love Always Wins version of Brazil, and then you have the actual. So it's just mm-hmm. one Brazil. movie cut two ways. Yeah. Oh, yeah. but it's two different. I would, movies but it's so significantly cut, different. Yeah. I would it, gladly they cut like do forty-five minutes Brazil. out of the movie. Shit. Let's do that. Let's do the that. The soundtrack do that as is a, different. As a, quadru- a, a quadruple feature. header because it'll be two of the same movies. Two episodes, four movies. Yes. I love that because we did it with Dracula one yep, episode. Absolutely. Dracula movie. versus Dracula. So we'll do that again. Absolutely, Dude. Ronnie. Anytime oh, you want to be on the show, we're man. All right. Absolutely. We're in. Thank you. We're out. So thank you all so much for listening. We are a listener-supported podcast. So if you want to head on over to patreon.com slash quillandfilm, Q-U-I-L-L-A-N-D-F-I-L-M, you can get full-length bonus episodes like the ones we're planning right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can get shout-outs on the show. Actually, I think we have like... 40 episodes or something up on Patreon. I think we do. So you have almost an entire extra season if you go over and pledge us a couple of bucks. Um, uh, shout outs on the show is one of the benefits. We haven't done the show in a while. It's been <laughs> a minute. They sound a little something like this. We would like to thank John Shiby, Casey Shiby, Connor Sweeney, Daniela Hotelle, K- uh, Kelly and Mike Wagner. Hey, the one and only Dave Rowney. Hey. Katie Clark. Kelly and Mike Wagner. I just did them, Carl. Fuck. Well, I like them. Million William Rockwood. Rockwood. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, William, wait, hold on. William, uh, we're not mad at you. <laughs> no, we should just yell at him. William Rockwood. God damn it. <laughs> William Rockwood. <laughs> sorry. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> and, we, and we would also like to thank uh, Sister, Sister Sarah Hartley. Open your books. Open your Bibles. <laughs> To Leviticus. Um, all right. Okay, we did John Shigan, John Casey. We did Katie Clark, Kelly Mike Wagner. We did Di- Brian Jackson. Brian Jackson. Brian. Yes. Ooh, that was close. Yeah, I'm going to write these names down. I know. Because we have them written down. At, no, I lost the sheet. Every once in a while, we'll get like almost to the stop button. I'm like, pause. Wait, wait. Katie, Katie Clark. Katie Clark. <laughs> <laughs> wait, there's like one person that we don't get. Um, MeasuringFlixPodcast at gmail.com. Next month. Final month of season How two. How did we get through almost a full two two fucking years? It of went the show? quick, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> season two. I feel two like was we're just burning. having season one Quill and Filmies like yesterday. Yeah, we are about to be. Pl- uh, Carl and I have started planning the Quill and Filmies. It's going to actually be a bit of an event this year. Going to be live streaming on Facebook and possibly YouTube. That's there's awesome. there's going to yeah. be photos. It's the big award show with all of your favorite categories like best of the breast and boss hog. Do we have any penises in this season so far? I don't think we have a single dick. We'll have to do some work then. Yep. We're going to have to dredge up some dicks. Carl. <laughs> <laughs> For the show, it could be who we think has the nicest penis based uh, there's on going, other evidence. There's going to be some sort of cooking element at yep. this gala event, and we're also going to be doing movie screenings pretty much all day and yep. through the night. We have late night shit for the people who don't think the, maybe for the diehards, man. I will tell you for sure at some point in the evening, Eraserhead will be <laughs> on my television screen. God, yes. <laughs> so, anyway. We're gearing up for that. We actually don't know 100% what our programming in February is going to be. There's two options that we have. So actually, next time you tune in, 
you're going to be learning with us what, what we're going to be watching. So yep. thank you all so much for listening. We're almost done with fucking yeah, baby! season two, baby. Thank you so much for listening and for all of your support and for being you. Bye.